Hello, this is Jerome Pena, and uh, you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. <laughs> Wow, a double. See, how do I do that? Double dip, I'm so the confused. Dad. Double dip. <laughs> That's because he double can't off. even contain himself. Because these people are listening to this. Dave and I are packing our bags for our trek down to Kakalak. Look at you. You know who I'm going to meet this weekend? Who is? I am. I am going to meet because because <laughs> Jason will be with me when we meet him. But. I have already met him. I don't know, but I'm finally going to meet Woodrat. Oh yeah, Stuart. Oh, I, I have. Yeah. I have. Okay, yeah. cool. I, I, oh, I, 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 I have a map. Yep, he'll he'll be there um, Friday morning. Darren, Rainbow Cloak, he'll be there Friday evening. I've I've met Darren. Um, Braxton will be there. Haven't met him yet. Oh gosh. So you said you know who I'm going to meet. <laughs> The reason why I was laughing, I immediately thought Tranny Superman. <laughs> why did I freaking think that? Oh, somebody should cosplay as the chick dude from Trees. That'd be awesome. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yes. And you gotta stand in a doorway looking all cool. <laughs> 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 you want some? You want hey. some of this? Hey, girl. Eat yummy. You know, we I was are thinking not I'd like re- to re- I think I'd like to reread Young Liars because if you recall, I hated it when we first started the show. Yes, you did. Yeah. And I, I it's think just I, strange. I'm, yeah, I'm much more. I'm a, I'm a significantly bigger David Lapham fan than I was then. So you do it, I'll do it because I have the singles. Okay. I would love to read it again, yeah, yeah. and then we can we can read Army at Love again just nah. to see it. <laughs> it, it, it better. <laughs> I do just remember that Say, film. Quit like you're ahead. <laughs> Seriously, hey, that shit was gold, man. Veach is a Genius. Hey, everybody. 11 o'clock comics, episode 321, I believe. Right? And I am Vince B. You are Vince B. I am David A. Price. Yes, you are. And I am the coolest cat in Elmore. I'm Gumball. Yes, you are not. He's so cute, isn't he? You are not Gumball. You're Jason Wood, everybody, and we have no more. That's it. You're going trio tonight. I know people are getting spoiled. They're gonna be like, "What?" Yeah, just the three of us. Wait for the fourth guy. Where is he? That's okay. We could we could do it uh, old school for a little bit. Keeping old. What's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. And you know who's been keeping it old school for many many years, giving you the cheapest damn comics they can possibly muster? Who does? Discount comic word. <laughs> Discount comic book service. DCBService.com. Get your books. Get them damn cheap and get them fast and get them delivered right to your house. They are the awesomest. For example, from Dynamite, it's Captain Victory and the Galactic Rangers number one. And I have been informed by the uh, very handsome man himself that Tom Shirley has no ties to this book, no involvement with this series. Unfortunately for them, but I'm sure it's going to be good anyway because Joe Casey's writing it and Nathan Fox and a host of uh, very talented people are illustrating it. Cover price $3.99. You can take it home for a buck ninety-nine from DCB Service. Dark Horse is giving it another shot with the Presents anthology, and I'm jumping on this one. Sabretooth Swordsman, dude. 
for real. That is the main reason why yes. I'm jump I'm jumping back on this. Yes, Rusty Boy Robot is a draw, especially drawn by Jeff Darrow and written by Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. But but for my money, I am in this because of Damon Gentry and Aaron Conley's Sabretooth Swordsman. Uh Kabuki's in there too. Flip 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 flip. Um its cover price is four ninety nine. You can get it for two dollars and forty nine cent. Last last but not least in the great Kirby tradition from Image, it's Night World, written by Paolo Liendri and art by Adam McGovern and um, Dominic Regan, I believe. It's awesome. It's very Kirby-esque. It looks like a, uh, if Jack Kirby illustrated Night Mask. That's what it reminds me of. I mean, I haven't read anything other than the preview pages, but it looks awesome. It reads cool. I want to get it, and I did. I ordered it. You should too. Three ninety nine cover price. You can get it for half off, just like the boys' pants. A dollar ninety nine. You could take it home. <laughs> you know, I, I, this this talk for some reason reminds me that uh, unusually so. I haven't I haven't done my DCBS order yet. Oh snap! That's what I, I seriously have a problem. That's what the plane rides for, dude. I do my DCBS order every freaking day. Wow! I really? order. I, I order stuff and I'm like, you know what? I don't really need that. I want this, and I'll take the, I'll, I'll, I'll go in, edit my order, remove shit, add shit. Next day, ah, uh, this looks awesome. I'm gonna add this. Mm, let me see what I'm gonna take off, and I take shit off, and it goes on for days like that. Nah, I, I gotta do just, that at all, I, dude. I know. I gotta wait till the end, like you. It'd be smart. Well, no, I, I usually like when a, the spreadsheet hits, I go through it and and check off most of the stuff that I want, and then I don't Makes think about it until like the third week of the month when I get that little reminder saying, hey, orders are due soon. Then I go in that one time, just look through it all again. I'd say usually two out of three months I have no changes. And then the third month I'll, you know, maybe tweak something, add something, subtract something, and then uh, submit it. I never, ever have received a reminder. Oh, because you already uploaded it by the time. Like the day it's up, I go in, I'd be ordering shit and papers flying and sharpies. Do you do it manually through the site or do do you do the Excel upload? Dude, Excel, it's the devil. I do not do the oh Excel. Oh, my God, let's take you forever. No, man. I, it could take a year. I am not opening a spreadsheet to order my comics. Oh, my God, no. it's so easy on the Excel, dude. I just That's like shit in my peanut butter. No, oh I'm not doing it. You are crazy. Spread, spreadsheets are evil, dude. I'm not touching them. But you you can do it either way at dcbservice.com. And you can get your books cheap and pay a dollar twelve for your previews. And they do not mind late orders or order editions like myself, who does it every damn day. They are the best. And you should um, solicit them because they're awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So how you guys been? All right. I needed this shit. I want to talk some comics. Yes, you do. It, we're driving the bus. We have not driven, driven. We have not driven the bus in three weeks at so least. Speaking of so driving the bus, drive. David is going to be driving down to Charlotte, North Carolina. I will be bus? flying down to Charlotte, North Carolina for <laughs> Heroes Con, the con, the con that we are most often told we need to go to every year, and yet none of us have ever bothered to do so. So David and I have strapped one on, unlike our third co-host, and we are yeah. going to rectify a long overdue gaffe on our parts. For reals. If if it involved anything other than failing at school, 
I would. <laughs> unfortunately, I have to do this. For once, I can't even give you a hard time because you are bettering yourself. Uh, yeah. I'm proud of you for that. I'm desperate. I'm. It's 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 desperation at this point. I need a life change. I must have this. There you go. Yeah. How can we front on that? We can't even even our heartless, soulless, dickish mentalities can't make fun of you for that. At least for yeah. now. We'll make fun of you later on the fan right. thread. But yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's gonna be cool though, dude. I mean, not, again, not rubbing it in, but it is gonna be fun. I'm pretty excited new, just to get a new experience. I'm real excited for the art auction, yes, which sure. I've heard about for so many years. Um, I got a sneak peek from my neighbor, Mr. Steve Mannion, on the domino that he did for me. It's fantastic. So I'm pretty excited for that. Your neighbor? Yeah, didn't I tell you that? Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah, you last did. week. Steve Mannion, dude, lives in the town over from me, the same town that my wife grew up in. For real? Isn't that crazy? So you could run over there. I mean, in theory. Yeah. You could, you could, you could run over to his house when he's not there, sneak in and steal that sweet ass Vampirella drawing he it's drew. True. It's true. I want that. I want it bad. By the way, we just got out spread legs. Oh, I know. Oh, she's like, yep. None of us were there, but I heard that the special edition New York was a pretty cool con and very, very unexpected relative to the fact that it was in New York. It was, it was an intimate art driven experience. Well, that was the gist. Right, I mean, I, but I you still figured the Javits though, right? Like, I mean, I still thought yeah. there'd be tens of thousands of people there. What is the, the, the proper name for that? Was it New York Comic Con Special Edition? New York Special Edition. Special Edition New York. I, all I saw was NYSE, like, attached to the weekend. I didn't, uh, there wasn't anything NYCC related that I saw. Uh, I'm yeah, it's called Special, special Edition, Edition NYC. Yep. Okay, so, alright. Special edition Just NYC. Yeah. For the show notes, don't you know? Don't you know. By the way, right. did you know, speaking of this, talk about the antithesis? Someone mentioned this to me that's not even a comic fan, and I guess it's making the rounds, and I thought they were out of their minds, but they're right. The New York Comic Con, the main one in October, is, the festivities are actually going for longer than a week. Did you know that? <laughs> oh man. They're calling that's it, in October, right? They're calling it Super Week. Yeah. Ooh. One week, wow. one week to rule them all. Ah, so so they're mashing Superman, the killer, with Lord of the Rings. That's great. It's October third through the twelfth, and it says New York Super Week, a first of its kind pop culture festival with different pop culture themed experiences happening in every corner of the city, including wow. concerts, comedy shows, gaming events, lectures. Podcasts, storytelling, food tasting, wait, wait. and more. New York Super Week brings the entire universe of popular culture to every corner of all five boroughs of New York City. Uh, we get a booth. I'll go for a week. I mean, jeez. Did we get a booth? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Get our people on that. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're our people. <laughs> ring, ring. I'm the you're people. You're not doing anything this week. go for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. Hey, what are you drinking? Ooh. I'm just floating the boat. What are you guys drinking? I am drinking Diet Dr. Pepper. Wow. David, my brother. Why don't I go last? I'm the only one drinking. You know, when we assume... (laughs) Stop playing. (laughs) I mean, I, I'm not playing. Out of you and Dak. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Jason. I'm drinking Samuel Mofuggin Adams. No I had that today with lunch. What? I'm drinking Sierra Mofuggin Ma- no, Sierra Nevada. 
celebration. I got beer coming out my yinkle. What's the occasion? I don't know. I just felt like it today. Mm. Yeah, wow. just felt like it. I wish you would have told me that. I would have. I would have grabbed a cerveza. Go get some. Will you? We'll be talking. You go All get right, some fair beer. Enough, fair enough. Oh my god! Wow. Except take the tram to the refrigerator with that big freaking house you yeah, got. You oh yeah, because yours is a, is 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 a is a, is a, is a hovel. Right. Oh my god. It's like it's. <laughs> Well, that's because we strapped one on for the show. Okay, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I figured I must bring the merriment this time. This time. Yeah, we got to work at this one. Yeah, that's true. We have nobody else. We're off to a rough start. Weeks in a row. No, I think this is going well. Stop. Hi. <laughs> Last week, uh, Gonzo was very eloquent and, and filled the air with much uh, science dropping. And the week before that, Liefeld just kind of just ran away with it. Unbridled. Unabashed energy. Yeah. And congratulations to the San Antonio Spurs. I lost Mm. for the first time in three years of having the bet, the bet to rob. So, um, this year I will be the one writing a check to the hero initiative. And, uh, once I do that this week, I will post the receipt on the Twitters to confirm it just as Rob did last year. So congrats to the Spurs and, uh, hero initiative is going to benefit from their NBA success. You're pretty awesome. Uh, no, it's, you know, it's, 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 uh, I, I, I think you're awesome. And thank you. Appreciate that. Terra de Lobos red is what I, <laughs> and what is that? Is that a, is that a, is it, that is, a blend? it is, yes, it <laughs> no. is very, very, uh, Jason is correct. Actually, it's imported, uh, and imported by a company in my old my old crib, Mount Vernon, New York. It is made from 35%, uh, where have you these from? Castaleo, uh, 35% Trinkhideria and 30% Vince's favorite, Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it is, it's, it's pretty damn tasty and it is extremely Inexpensive, and I figure I should be able to finish this bottle between tonight and tomorrow night. Before uh, I don't want to leave any open bottles while we're, better while we're away. It. So yeah, I'll I'll have this going by tomorrow night. We're just finish it tonight. I might. There you I go. Might. It might happen. You know, I have I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow, so you know I should show up hungover and shit. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would Fuck be sweet. you. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, Hello, Mr. Price. Lock you. Put the glove on and sticks it elsewhere. That'd be great. Thanks, Move Doc. Get off hard. He's like, alright. Wait, no, Vince, you've, you've had a colonoscopy? Uh, no. Or you Comics. <laughs> no, I'm not 50. Oh, I thought you turned 50 last year. No, I'm 49 this year. Oh, my bad. Okay, don't worry. I'm out running that colonoscopy by a year. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'll be smiling next year, though. Yeah, you will. <laughs> That's right up your alley. It's one of, you're one of the few dudes that I'm sure. Like, it's all good. Right up my alley. You're so witty. <laughs> I draw this for my diary. Oh, yeah. So who's been reading comics? Do we actually want to talk some comics for once? Or? I got some, yeah. You got? You guys want to talk comics? Yeah, I would like talk to. talk some comics. Um, can I go or no? Absolutely. We don't have to ask. <laughs> you're the showrunner. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, um, playing catch up with my books. Oh, me too. And I just got around to reading a free comic book day offering. Ooh. Yes. The, I hesitate to say this with any kind of certainty, but I'm kind of reasonably sure that it was the only hardcover, 
uh, free comic book day offering. I could be wrong. Oh, the Archaea one? Yes. I, I read the Archaea uh, Presents, Mouse Guard, Labyrinth, and Other Stories, a free comic book day hardcover anthology. And I got to say, I do this from time to time. I have to eat crow because I've never been the loudest David Peterson proponent. That's pretty safe. This to is say. true. You have not. Yeah. I, I have admired his work, but I never went out of my way to let others know. Uh, as opposed to uh, Mice Templar, which I did go out of my way to let people know about, and I've kind of pulled away from that. Getting smart in your old age. With, no, I'm. I, come on, I still like it, but the uh, David Peterson. You know, I don't know whether it's a conscious effort on. Um, Archaea's uh, part, but they seem to be gearing themselves as a uh, up to be a children's book publisher mm. because because a lot of the stories in this, the majority of the stories in this, are all ages, and most of the art would work very well in the uh, traditional children's book arena. I'm talking like the Caldecott winning children's book proper arena in which I think David Peterson would slay. If he decided to be a children's book illustrator, he would be extremely formidable because he has the style, you know, he, he has this, it's a rugged style, but it's also like whimsical, um, obviously the fantasy element to it, but I'm talking about the line. Uh, David Peterson's line, he's extremely detailed, but it's not, it's not a, a, a precise detail. It, it's more like a, it's an intensity. Yeah. I'm trying to make sense of it. Um, it looks a lot like a very refined Mike Plug to me in some spots. Okay. Yeah. Uh, since he doesn't draw humans, I can't say for sure, but I would see Mike Plug drawing a lot of these creatures like this. And I, I, I just really, it's not a long story. It's, it, it tells, um, the, uh, Rand is deciding what he wants to be. And he's playing cards with his dad. And his father's like, you know what? I can't tell you what you're gonna be. You gotta decide that yourself. So they're playing cards and, um, they, they, they lay him down. And Rand um, has the axe trio, and it turns out that there were three female mice uh, who picked up the the black axe at one point, but they did it in a way where they all added to each other's involvement. Like one was really aggressive, one one watched out for the other ones, and that kind of leads to Rand, you know, making the decision: Well, I got to be just what feels naturally. I got to be a mouse guard. Right. But it's just it's so the artwork is so there's an authority to it. You believe that these creatures actually exist. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it doesn't it doesn't seem contrived at all. It it doesn't seem forced. It seems like I mean, and sometimes architecture and and scenery aside, because he just goes whole hog on those. The mice are kind of understated in some spots like he doesn't even draw that much. 
of the sensory organs, like the eyes, the nose, the mouth, like especially the eyes. The eyes, the eyes are, are just the, dots usually, yeah. They're just dots. Mm-hmm. So how do you get the emotion out of just dots? But he does it, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, I just think I'm I suck because I, I only read the first mouse guard and I was like, Yeah, that was okay. You know, but they're ripping heads off in Mice Templar, so I'll, I'll check this out. Like, oh, they're, you know, it's, Mice Templar is much more visceral than Mouse Guard, which is probably why Mouse Guard is more successful. You know, because it's reaching right. a wider audience, I would think. I'm really glad to hear you say this, because I've been a fan of, of Mouse Guard from Jump, and, uh, and, and it seems like every time I ever mentioned it, you would kind of snicker, as though, like, you just, like, so. Because I'm, I'm stupid and I'm I'm flighty. I am. I, if I make a decision early on, I kind of stick with it until I prove myself wrong. I eventually do. Mm. I, I have, I've done that on many things. I just go back and like, what the hell was I thinking? For good or for bad. Like I love some shit, and I go back and look at it. And it's just like, what? His, what? What was I? He's like amazing at uh, at drawing almost photorealistic um, wildlife outside of the mice. Like there's a um as you guys know this but our our audience might not remember my you know my dad makes his living as an artist carving decoys you know duck decoys and so I have an unnatural uh amount of knowledge about different duck species <laughs> way more than is ever useful because I grew up in a house where my dad was a duck expert but but in any event uh, Peterson did a, a hooded merganser which is a, a duck that's got like um almost like a mohawk it's kind of a rare duck, but he drew a hooded merganser in a mouse guard commission that is like – it's like looking at a photograph of a hooded merganser. And again, this isn't like drawing a common you know, domestic duck or a mallard. I mean he had to clearly study hooded merganser right. stuff. He didn't just Google duck right, right. and so, draw whatever yeah, came up. Yeah, I mean I actually showed the picture to my dad and my dad was blown away because he said it looks exactly like a hooded merganser. I mean down to the, the very feathering on the – you know, the, 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 the breasts and all that stuff. So like, it's just, he's, he's, it's, it's, it's an interesting juxtaposition because as you said, his work is so hyper detailed. Um, but yet the main characters are often not. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that's an artistic choice on his part. It seems to work. I mean, the dude seems to have created a mini empire for himself. Um, you know, right. he's got his right. own whole, whole thing, right? His own little whole world. He's got a role playing game. He's got merch out the wazoo. It seems like he definitely has acolytes out there. Yeah. And the coloring is very tasteful. Uh, and he picks a palette and sticks with it through, through the whole thing. But when, like most of it's earth tones, obviously, and the, the, uh, the palette will shift depending on the season, uh, in which the story's told. But when he deviates, like there's, there's a, a sequence in here where the three sisters are fighting a possum. And it, it obviously takes place, uh, Either in late fall or early winter, and it's all in whites and blues and 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 just low key colors. But one of the uh, well, obviously, let me see. Two of the sisters have red on. Like one has a red, um, it looks like a sash, and the other one has a, a red shirt underneath the vest, and it just screams when it's against all that blue. But it's still not not a high chroma red. It's it's like middle of the road. It there's there's gray in it. It's just it's it's awesome. It's it's amazing. So I I suck. And I'll probably have to go back and, and get all the mouse guard I missed, but it'll be a fun experience, mm. right? And it's really cool how they did this too. Speaking of children's books, you know the, the proportion of the mouse guard books are squares. Yes. And the proportion of this free comic book day is in proportion to a traditional comic. So what do you do? When it was shrunk down, you had 
um, a pretty sizable amount of white space, top and bottom. So what they did was they created a decorative border with with it looks like some um, not a textured paper, but like a parchment type paper, but doesn't not not your traditional like I'm gonna download a parchment background. It's 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 really understated and it works really well. It looks like a damn children's book. That's what made me think, man, this guy would kill in children's books. But I guess you could say he's already doing that. Just not in he's not playing in their camp, he's just making his own way. So good for him, right? Uh there's a bunch of stories in here and they range from like holy crap to yeah that was okay you know as with every anthology um there's something called rust uh, re- uh written and illustrated by Royden Lepp mm-hmm. which is kind of cute it's basically monochromatic um like uh ochre uh, a yellowish brownish ochre um it's a little too digital for me the the special effects are just a little bit too much um not out of the can but you could tell that it's it's um uh, it's not drawn by hand so uh, uh, whatever it it's, it's good but um your buddy has a story in here and i think you could probably set me straight uh ramon perez yeah has a farscape story in here wasn't he telling us that he did a Farscape comic for the DVD set or something when we were talking to him? Yeah, I think uh, was it. Well, it was probably the Blu-ray box set that came out, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's really good, but it's the odd man out because all of the other stories in here lean very well to all ages or children's stories. Mm-hmm. The Farscape is is pretty violent and like people explode. I- I've never seen an episode of Farscape. Oh, wow. for real? Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's like the show that wouldn't die. It, they just kept, you know, it's it's kind of like... Um, considering it was JMS, it was creation, right? No, it's Henson. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. So what's oh, you're, thinking, you're thinking of Babylon 5. Yeah, uh, I never Bab- saw any of that either. Oh, that's good up until season 5. Just like JMS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this, this Ramon Perez so wait, thing so is Wait, so Farscape is Henson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense that uh, RK is doing Henson because they also do Dark Crystal. Well, and Tale of and they, Sand. And, yeah. and Tale of Sand and Labyrinth, which is the story I really want to talk about in here. Um, it's Ludo. Uh, is that his name? Yeah, Ludo. The, the big, hairy, hairy, um, horned uh, beast child, Ludo. Uh, Sarah Friend. You know that great uh, uh, character from the Labyrinth movie? Mm-hmm. It tells how he got into the labyrinth. And it was written by Adam Smith, but the art is by Kyla Vanderkloot. Holy shit. Good lord, you gotta see this. She is a cartoonist and a half. It is amazing. How do you spell that? Uh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming with the name. V-A-N-D-E-R-K-L-U-G-T. She's Canadian. Kyla, K-Y-L-A. I guess. Her art, her art's spectacular. You, I would not find this out of place in an issue of, say, Walt Disney's Comics and Stories. It, it has a vintage feel. It's extremely tastefully drawn. Amazing cartooning. Just oh, blew yeah, me away. Oh, yeah, now. It's, yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. I've never heard of her before. And I would say, next to David Peterson, I think it's the, the best in the book. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Next to, I mean, it, 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 even best to Ramon Perez. That's Whoa, tough. son. Yeah, that's tough to do. Slow your roll, son. Tough to do. And there, there's other things in here. Like there's a um, Bolivar by um, Sean Rubin. And this would be perfect in children's books too. It that it just lends me to believe that Archaea, uh, Archaea are are really reaching for that 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 children's market, which is smart, right? Mm-hmm. First second is having success with that, right? Definitely. It, a lot a lot of publishers are. It's just this was a surprise. Not the least of which was the David Peterson, but the whole book was awesome. And and I'm going to go back and read last year's because I got it and I just. Didn't read it. You know, I didn't get the hardcover this year. I I don't know why. I didn't order it. I haven't seen much from this publisher in the previews lately. Maybe a book or two where they used to have like three or four pages. Well, remember, full of... Boom bought them. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Huh. Yeah, they merged last That's year. Pretty, pretty smart on Boom's part. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, but to your point, I wonder if it means that they're rethinking the go-to-market strategy or something, maybe? Because you're right, I haven't Could, seen much from Archaea in, the, in previews in a while. I think there was one book in the previews this, this month mm-hmm. from Archaea. Yeah. But I'm surprised, and I enjoyed it, and it was free. What could be better, right? And I'm seriously going to look up this uh, Vanderclut woman and, and grab more of her stuff. I hope there's more of it. That's cool. Yeah. I have more stuff. We can talk about sure you do. I want to hear it. My boy Dappy Dapp, though, tell us about something. Oh man, what to talk about? Um, I was, I, I, I was Saga. joking. Saga. Okay. Alright, you want, you want to <laughs> get into it? You want, yeah. did, did you read it, Jason? Did I read which issue? The latest issue. 19 yes. of Saga. No. Alright, oh. we're not talking about it. Okay, we can't talk about it. I mean, but, you, you didn't tell, I didn't know we were going to talk about it. You didn't. Right. But I wish Brian K. Vaughn had a lion cat because every one of these plot twists, you'd probably, if you were in the room as he's writing them, you would probably hear lying because I think he's full of shit with that last page. Now, okay, so, but, but because I've been told by two people that I consider friends because they both fucking texted me the next day saying I'm a cold, heartless, soulless bastard. And... Yeah, Mario said that. Why? Why did he say that? Because it, that last page did not hit me. Because you know it's not true. There's gotta be some kind of plot contrivance. Well, we can't talk about it, but for, for, for the result to actually happen has to be done in reaction to something else, like a ruse or, you know what I mean? I, I really don't think that that's what, and, and, and if it does happen, you know it's gonna be undone by the time the series ends. And, so, pull your big pants on. And, uh, let me fleece the other gentleman who, uh. Oh no! <laughs> he thinks I'm crazy as it so, is. Uh, <laughs> but, all right, so we won't talk about that until uh, Jason reads it. I did. There was an image book though, where at first I was kind of, um, I was, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to read it, um, but after giving it the benefit of the doubt, especially because uh, I had the previews for it, I, um, I was joking around with Vince, and I, I basically called it a. Um, uh, mm. A Flash Gordon ripoff, uh, or or John Carter, 
World of Tomorrow. You know, if I want to read those stories, I'll read those stories with those characters. Um, but because because Parlov draws it, yeah, uh, and and in my mind, and I'm in the minority here. Um, Mark Miller has has written um, a couple of stories that I enjoyed. Uh, not everything. He's, he's written has has rocked my world, but I read the first three issues of Starlight. Nice, and you you loved them, didn't you? Well, I I read three issues of it. If I wasn't feeling it, I'd have stopped before. I thought the first I I thought the setup from the first issue was really good. We got to know who this guy is. Um, you, you get to feel for him because of his family and 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 his wife is gone, and uh, you know it's the whole cats in the cradle thing, and 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 I I understand that. I you know there are times where. It's like my, my dad will call and it's the like absolute worst time in the world. And, and you know, and, and, and I'll call you back or now is not a good time. But as soon as you say that, you feel guilty, you regret it. You're like, all right, fuck it. I'll just, I'll, I'll talk to him now. You know, they're, they're, but I, I get, I get this guy's situation and his, and, and his, his, his sons. Um, and I like that he, he comes back home he comes back to earth and everybody pretty much thinks it's all just this his story's a crock of shit and um i i do kind of wish though in the in in the second issue that um he was able to haze earth a little bit more than he did Mm -hmm. before dipping off to um to where he had to go to so uh but yes it is it's it if you enjoy John Carter's stories, if you enjoy Flash Gordon, I'm not saying that that these are them, but it, it's in that vein. There's there's definitely yeah, you could you could definitely see yeah. the the uh, the antecedents, I guess you could say, I, the things that led to this, yes. and the the influences or the inspirations, so to speak, and I, whatever. And, and I'm not I'm not reading this thinking that okay, well, you know, th- this is anti's after, isn't it? Yeah, anti, anti, anti. It would be pressing. Yes. Well. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the. Whatever. Right. You could you could see the influences in the damn thing. The word I was looking. But it's gorgeous, though. It is. It is. It is unbelievably he's, gorgeous. He's, he's, I've yet to see him draw anything I wasn't a fan of. Um, right down to the signature, the way he he does the. That's why I know the, it's the last uh, page because he signed it, and it's it's and it's huge, but. but but it's awesome and very much in the in the Mobius. Oh yes, uh, yeah. So it's and, that. And, and speaking of, um, in the third issue when they were um, walking through town, you definitely had some uh, Mobius influenced characters, yeah. headdresses walking around. Sure. Um, it's you know I'm I'm dying to see where it's going from here. I, I, that last page on the third issue. Um, I want to see more. I, I, yes, I am. I'm on board with Starlight. It's, um, it, it, Millar has, has written something else that, uh, that I'm enjoying. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it for now. And, and I don't, um, you know, I, whether it can end happy, I don't, I, I don't know if it's a limited series. I don't know if they have a planned ending. I'm just, I'm along for the ride. And, and, uh, yeah, I just I, I think it's something that and and again, it's it, 
this is something that I could see. Well, well that's because of, of the influences, but I was just, I could see this from like dynamite, but it's, it's a book where I, I have to kind of pause for a second and realize it's, and I know that it's images isn't a publisher like Marvel or DC is, or even dark horse, but I, I have to think for a second that this is the same publisher that's not only giving us Starlight, but it's giving us Southern Bastards, it's giving us Saga, it's giving us East of West, and it's like, and it's all just completely different. And and I, I still am enjoying the fact that there is no everything tastes different. There's no one size fits all. There's no there's no brand except that Image is just putting out good comics. It, yeah, there's no doubt in that. They're coming out with it's almost an embarrassment of riches, I think. Yeah, uh, you're yeah, right. Yeah. There, there are some that aren't really hitting the mark initially, but I've see I just waited out, and those series that didn't do it for me initially managed to do it a little way down the down the road. It's it's odd. There's really nothing that I've read from Image that I can say, man, that was jank. They they just don't publish books that stink. I guess you could say. I, I, there, there, there's a quality to everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does this happen? Is it is it close scrutiny on the pre-publishing end, or do, is it luck? Like, how are they doing this? You you, you could say I'm going to be a publisher of great of great things, and it's like, yeah, okay, you got the desire, but how do you make it happen? How do you get people to co- talented people to come to you with awesome material and say, here, publish me? How, how how does this work? I, I guess if if there was a a tried and true formula, everybody would do it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's just amazing. I I got a stack of image trades in my last box: Umbral, Manifest Destiny, uh, Pretty Deadly, um, Black Science. What? Well, there was another one in there too. Um, I think. Uh, Manhattan Projects 2 was in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's just one better than the other. There's they're all great. You know, I know you guys don't like some of them, but I think that book is great. Well, but then, what I I mean, I've I, the books that I've I've read recently that I've been a, a real big. I mean, Southern Bastards, duh. Um, Starlight Umbral Saga, uh, Zero, East of West Two was the other book. Oh, okay, very nice. Yeah, um, Satellite Sam. I, you know, I, 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 that's one where I guess, Vince, you could kind of think, well, uh, maybe it's a little shaky at the start, and I'll, I'll stick with it. Yeah, where first it's going. issue was kind of wordy, yeah. but it's shaken. You, you got Well, it. yeah, I mean, the art alone, I'm, I'm really digging it. It seems, he seems to really be having fun with it. I, sometimes in the, um, with the black and white, things aren't as, as clear as I'd like them to be, but I'm still, you know, it, it, it's still a story I'm, I'm reading. And, and that's one where, it's it's cool that that fractions writing it, but it's. I guess that's that's one thing about there aren't too many image books where I'm, I'm in it for both creators, like East of West, yes, um, Black Science, yes, but like all right, Starlight, I'm sticking around for Parla for um, for Satellite Sam, Shaken is what's. It, 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 yeah, I agree with you on that, that one. That's what I'm attracted to. Um, the trees was actually, I mean, Ellis, I'd be interested in it, but that one I will say that that that's that's the team that that's the team I'm I'm enjoying on that one. Um, 
And a dong. Oh, of course, yeah. Come on, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, there, it's, it's, it's usually I'll, I'll see mm. an image book, I'll see a creator, and, and, and that's what I kind of latch onto. And as I'm, I'm reading it, I'm like, okay, well, these, these guys or guys and girls work well together. So, um. You know what I forgot to do when, when Liefeld was on? Damn it. I was going to plead to him. Go up to Todd, please. I don't care if you have to shake him, but just let him understand your words and say, Todd, please do something with Spawn. Please. You can't let this book go on this long looking the way it does. It's a crime. It's a travesty. Please change Spawn. I don't care who you get on there. Just let's switch it up. It's time. You you got issue 250 coming. Mix it up. Get a new art team on there. If you if you feel like it, get a new writer on there. Whatever. Let's make Spawn top of the charts again. I know it's not a concern. It probably it's probably number twelve on his list <laughs> on his to do list. You know what I mean? But still, I I really have no beef with Simon Kudransky other than he's not the artist for Spawn. He, the book does not look good. It it just it's way too freaking dark. It's indecipherable. I, I just I don't read it, but I keep buying it out of loyalty to the title. I have the entire run. I I can't stop buying Spawn, but I want to read Spawn again. Damn you! So Rob, if you're listening, go up to Todd and tell him strongly. That is is my not reason enough to change it. Truth. <laughs> so for fun, let's go. I'm going to go through the list of image books that are coming out this month, just the titles, and we'll see if I bet you between us we're. we're Question is, are you reading it and do, would you recommend it to others? All right. That's a good game. Right. I like this. I'm just going backwards. So, and there's a, I'm pulling up. This is just the July, July releases. So it's entirely possible that some books that, that are coming out because, you know, sometimes people do them in, in arcs may not even be on this list, but I'm just going to stick with what I got here. Okay. Lazarus. I'm a, I'm going to call this image o rama okay. in the show notes. Lazarus. Yes, I'm reading it. Yes, I'm current. Yes, I would recommend it. I am behind on it. I would recommend it. Have not read it, okay. but based on the creative team, I would recommend it blindly. Okay. Morning Glories. Not reading it. Not reading it. Read it. Would not recommend it. Same here. Uh, five yes. Ghosts. Bing. Strongly recommend I it. I want to read it. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. Have the first it's- trade. Dying to read it because of your recommendation, Vince, and also that we met Frank and Chris and their yes. dudes, but uh, I am remiss in having not read it yet. It's outstanding. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt yes. it. Um, Elephant Men? Ding. I would recommend it. Strong. Way behind on it. Definitely recommend it. Same here. I've, uh, embarrassingly behind. Probably two years at this point, but what I have read of it, I've enjoyed very much. Yes. And Shaky Kane did the last one. Yes, and then I think Axel Medellin is doing the current arc, I think. Which Right. It's a long, it's a long arc. Yeah. Uh, Five Weapons by Jimmy Robinson. No. I would recommend it. Read the first trade. Personally wouldn't recommend it. Ooh, for real. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really captured by it. Did you read, Uh, did you read his bomb queen? Didn't care for it. Okay. Uh, Great Pacific. I did not read that. Nor have I. Satellite Sam, I think we've all read it. Yep. And, Dirty. And would all recommend it. Right? Yep. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sheltered. No. Very curious about that one. I haven't read it. Same here. It, uh, it's written by Ed Brisson, who 
I first got to know because of his work with Michael Walsh. And I think the art on Shelter is by that Johnny Christmas character, right? Who I've heard good things about. He's an up-and-comer. So I'm curious about that, but haven't read it. Uh, Witchblade. <laughs> <laughs> haven't read it I since th- way back in the day. I love the Ron Mars run. Yeah, you did. I thought it was great. But when the Artifacts deal started, Artifacts started okay, mm-hmm. but it just went on forever. Yeah, it's Transformers. And, um... Yeah. And and I read some of the Sealy stuff, and I enjoyed it, but it was just time to, to stop reading Witchblade. And I think Mars is back on the book, if, if memory serves. Oh, really? Ron Mars yeah. is currently writing it, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, The Field, which is also written by Ed Brisson with art by Simon Roy, who I like very much. I know nothing mm-hmm. about this book. Nor do I. Me neither, but it sounds great. Simon Roy, are you kidding me? I know. Okay, we might need to get, get, that's, that's issue number three comes out this month, so that's, uh, that's one that's fallen through the cracks. Southern Bastards, obviously, all reading it, all enjoying it. All yep. recommending it. Uh, Thief of Thieves, um. I hear good it's, things. It's being written by Andy Diggle now. Um, I, I, I think I read the first trade, and maybe the fact that I don't remember whether I did or not is, is saying something, but I, I don't remember much about it, to be honest. Hmm. I know it's obvious. Making a TV show out of it or something? Yeah, I think so. Did you read it, David? No. Okay, let's see. Uh, Profit. Ah, that's a no-brainer. No way behind on it. Uh, it's uh, how could you not recommend that book? Agreed. Uh, Sidekick by Tom Mandrake. He's a magician, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and JMS, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. so it's one of Joe's comics. Yeah. Yeah, I read the first one. Not, not, didn't grab you? Nah. Didn't read it. Um, Jupiter's Legacy. Big, big fan, although it's coming out at a very leisurely pace. I think I read the first two issues. But that's one where it wasn't Miller that brought me to it. It was, it was quietly. Mm-hmm. And, and issue number five was due to come out this month and I just got a DCBS cancellation notice on it, so. That's okay. It's worth waiting for. Okay. Mm-hmm. You uh, can't rush art. Are you kidding me? That's true. Fatal. Baker and Phillips. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I read up to three. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yep. It's on issue number twenty-four. I've read, I think, the first two arcs, and it's 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 more of of what you always get from Baker and Phillips, which is to say, if you love their stuff, it's excellent. Yeah. So how are they doing this now? They have a new series starting in in the in this previews. Yeah. The one with the bloody typewriter on the front. Yeah. I assume they're just going to stagger it, right? Like one one arc, we one arc, and then next to go back and forth. And, you know, we always talk about guys that don't get enough props. I think Phillips is one of the all-time greatest comic book artists. He's great. I, I think you're right. So it's damn versatile. By choice, he's exclusively worked with Ed for what? close to a yeah. decade now, right? So that that's cool. But I, I think the guy can can hold his head up as as being one of the all-time bests. Mm. Bests. Bests. What is what's wrong with me? Bestuses. Bestus. He's my bestie. Uh, East of West. Yes, yes, yes. I think we're all on board with that and would highly recommend it. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Tech Jacket, which written by Joe Keating and art by my boy Carrie Randolph. Yeah, I want to try it. Me too. Is that- I wasn't a huge fan of the original, but I like the idea of revamping it. And Keating did a killer job revamping Glory. So I'm on board. As I say, is that a, a Kirkman creation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, I, I haven't read it, but I love Carrie Randolph stuff. Absolutely. 
uh, Think Tank. Don't think I've read it. Have not read it. Although it's by our boy Rasan Ekadal, David. Oh, I want yeah. to read it. I know. Again, another book that I, I I love his art, and I just didn't know he was doing this. Uh, Burn the Orphanage. Never heard of it. I like the art. Who does the art? Cena Grace. Yeah, I like the art a lot. I just haven't tried it yet. Okay. Clone. Ah, Rip. I read, um, I think I read ten of those. Okay. Nine of those. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was very good. I have never heard of it. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know anything about it. It's on issue like 16 now, 18, I think. 18, yeah. Oh, 18, yeah. Um, Nailbiter, which I've talked about, just, just started. Yep. I've enjoyed very much the first two issues, so I would, I would definitely recommend that if you're into horror. It's very much a, a gory book, so know that. Uh, Protectors Incorporated by our boy Gordon Purcell, David. Yeah, I, I read the first issue. I've been meaning to follow up with it. It, it, it has, it's, it's a JMS written book. There are definitely some JMS type things going on in it, but I, uh, I like the art. I'm just not sure if, if, um, if the story's grabbing me the way I, I wish it was. Uh, um, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Gave it a try. Didn't, didn't grab me. I can always come back yeah. to it. Right. Uh, the Saviors, which is by James Robinson and Jay Bone. I like Jay Bone's art quite a bit, but I know nothing about this book. Same here. Oh, there's a car chase in the first one. Yes, I read. No, I read the first one. I thought the art was spectacular. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Rat Queens by Curtis Weeb and Rock Upchurch. I read the first two issues, and it was not my cuppa. Because you told me that I I flipped through the first issue and wasn't uh, I wasn't feeling it. Okay. I love Skull Kickers a lot, but I think I'm I'm just burned out on that title. Mm-hmm. Hence, hence the reason why uh, Rat Queens didn't it didn't even blip for some reason, and it should have. Mm-hmm. So I maybe I'll maybe go back to it at some point. Okay. Because their previous work clicked really sure. well with me. The Skull Kickers is great. Uh, Chew, I am a huge fan of it and highly recommend it. Yeah. What I read, I, I really enjoyed. And yeah, I'll, um, it's one I will read as, as I can, but I, I would recommend it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Rocket Girl. We, we read the first couple issues. Yes. Um, it's, it's another one where I, because I, I'm a big fan of reader. I want, I want to see her work. So I, um, I'll, I'll go back to it and see if I, if what I wasn't feeling about the second issue or the direction it was going, if it continues that way, but it's something that I'll, I'll, uh, I want to give a second try to. Sure. Uh, Manifest Destiny, which I just talked about, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. Big fan of that. Uh, Dream Police, another JMS book. <laughs> He's not doing well with me. Yeah, yeah. not not I the first, the issue, first didn't, issue didn't captivate yeah. me. Same here. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. If you're going to name a series after you know a great song like Dream Police and not expect it to be like trailing through the person's mind as they're reading the book, like you're calling your book Dream Police. Right. It's... It's crazy. Uh, nah, story-wise, though, eh, whatever. Didn't do Man it. Man, image puts out a lot of books. Okay, Ghosted. <laughs> I know nothing about it. Same here. I have it. I just haven't gotten around to reading okay. it. Okay. Mind the Gap. 
I know it's written by Jim McCann, but I don't yes. think it's I, I have not read Hushman. Are you I, I, I've been meaning no. to try that one, too. Because of the guy? Yeah. <laughs> he loves his cat. Uh, Shudder, which I really enjoyed the first issue. I have to ah, same here. The second one's great. Nice. Layla Del Duca, the up and yes. artist of the year. Uh, Velvet by Brubaker and Epting. Um, I read the first two issues and liked it, but I haven't gone back to it. But it's not an admonition of it. I did enjoy it. It just hasn't hasn't gotten up to the top of the stack in a while. Right. Same here. Savage Dragon, Vince. You want to weigh in here? Yeah. Um, I recently got caught up. Okay. I think it's as worth reading as it always has been. Okay. Um, for all intents and purposes, uh, Emperor Kerr, aka Dragon, mm-hmm. is out of the book. Okay. It's Malcolm's. It's Malcolm's title now. They even uh, Larson even changed the. Uh, the uh logo to reflect that it it's it's not the same old savage dragon it's more like a collegiate mm-hmm. um lettering you know for jerseys and stuff right. and malcolm's in charge uh, angel left she went to to washington to join i think she jo- she's joining freedom force mm-hmm. and stuff it it's still great yeah okay zero which i have to admit i didn't realize was still ongoing i liked what yeah. i read of it oh but yeah i thought it was an arc so Second trade is solicited in the current previews. Yeah, I don't know if I ordered it. Or, oh, okay, it's this preview. So there you go. That might be why I read the first trade. So yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed it so far. It's pretty. It's pretty wacky. Um, Love it. Uh, I like the rotating artists, yeah. but I think Tonchi Zanchik is on it now. I don't know if again if it's still rotating or if, if, if it's a permanent thing. But um, Alex and Ada, which is one of the Luna brothers. They've, they've broken up. I was not capt- I was not captivated by it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Uh, I truth be told, I nothing the Luna Brothers have done has clicked. Oh, with really? Me. No, I've, I've, I, was, I really liked um, Sword a lot. I loved the Sword actually. I have Sword Girl. I have not read anything about the Luna Brothers. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought the Sword was great, but uh, Deadly Class, loving it. Remender's killing it with it. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Enjoying that. Would definitely recommend it. It is. It's. Um, I need to read that. You should. I didn't. I didn't realize, and even with the the, the name of the arc, I didn't realize. Well, you kind of get hit with the hit over the head with it as soon as you read the first page or two. I, I didn't know it was. Uh, it was a period piece set in the early '80s initially, yes. which yes. is fine. I mean, I have no problem with it. it it's the setting. It, it's it's almost like it's well, with the exception of the main character's motivation. Uh, it's almost like a, a timeless tale. You can tell at any time, but. Um, that doesn't add or detract it overall, I, I think. It it looks great. Um Remender's telling a great story with it and, and I know that uh I mean he, he writes about it in, in the back matter that it's that, that there's a lot of it is is personal or at least he writes from uh personal experiences to a degree. Um mm-hmm. so it's uh um I guess similar to the way like, like Wagner adds him past experiences in, in the mage books, but it's, it's, um, I definitely would recommend it. Yeah. Nice. Remender, Remender uses the name of a song title mm-hmm. as the, as the first, um, story. Yeah. Ah, I, I see, I like that sometimes, but there's one person that does it that I find incredibly annoying because he does it a lot. Ooh. Warren Ellis. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. He drives me crazy when he does it. He, his stuff on the ultraverse all song titles. Mm. The, the his run of um, what was it? X Force. Mm-hmm. 
He did all song titles as the as the names of the the, the, the various stories. It, that drives me crazy. Do it once or twice. That's great. Every friggin' time. No, stop it. Mm. Uh, Sorry. MPH, which is another Mark Miller book uh, with Duncan yes. Fergredo on the art. I have not read it, but I'm waiting for the trade. I think I uh, I definitely am going to get the first trade just because I love Fergredo's art and uh, it sounds like kind of a groovy idea. So I, yeah. I will check it out. See. Now, Mark Miller is becoming like Jeff Goldblum. He's he, he's writing books that I want to read because of the artist attached to it. <laughs> and Jeff smart. Goldblum is in like every movie I saw in the eighties and nineties that were really good. Just he was in it, and 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 it, well, I said really good, <laughs> forgetting about Independence Day. But I mean, you know, there were he's that's what I'm picturing now because I'll read this because. Duncan's mm-hmm. doing the art. And, I don't and think Independence Day was bad. Independence Day isn't bad, but um, it's not something that you can watch now and be like, yeah, that was – oh, no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Bill Pullman rallying the troops? That there seems was, Oh, oh you're going gonna, to gonna tell me about you know Randy Quaid flying into the <laughs> ship? <laughs> Piss this bottle for me. Yo, that and was during that run where Will Smith was – the most he was on, he was magma movie star. And then he fucked up and did Wild Wild West. It's true. Yeah. Wow. I read PH number one. Oh, you did. Yeah, I th- thought it was amazing. Oh, awesome. I thought it was great. Cool. Yeah. Well, m- you know, mostly because of Fagredo's yeah. art. It's just outstanding. All right. Well, revival is a no-brainer. We all are obviously on board with that. Celine Norton, right? Cosine, right? Actually, uh, hmm? I I need to I I haven't read. A lot of it. Confession. And, and, and yeah, no, that's, that, that's a confession. And I, I'll, um, well, I won't be able to tell that to Mike this weekend, but I will, I, I'll make a mess. I'll, um, uh-huh. I'll rectify that. Here's an interesting one. It's one of the, definitely the breakout hits of the last year, uh, sex criminals. Um, you know, I'm definitely against the green here. I, I do not, it's not my thing. I haven't, did not. Just not I like want to like, especially for, uh, that's one where I wish I could judge a book by its cover because the cover designs have just been stellar. Oh, sure. And, yeah. and I'm, and it's, I, I have no problem with what's the Darcy style. Um, but there's just something about the book that, that isn't, isn't clicking with me. And, and I, uh, I read the first issue and I think I tried the second and I'm like, I'm, I'm glad it has its fans and people are digging it. I'm just not one of them. Isn't that weird? It's dirty, and I should love it, right. but it just didn't do it for me. No, you know what? But I think about that, Vince. It is dirty, but I don't think it's really dirty, though. Like it's 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 cutesy dirty, and it's mm. it's it's I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me. But whatever. Other people are enjoying it. That's cool. Uh, Stray bullets, killers, loving it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, read it, read it, read it, loving it. Uh, Umbral. I know that's David's that's my jam for for book of the year, new book of the year. So. I think Umbral is close to the top of my uh, favorite image book. I gotta admit, I've only read the first issue, but uh, yeah, I, I have the uh, the first collected edition here, so I need to get on that. Rascal's awesome. She's fantastic. She is. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. there's. I am. I am so happy with this, and not just an image, but almost across the board. There are just a ton of. And I don't want to get into the whole hashtag of strong female characters or anything, but there are just a lot more women characters who, well, A, 
aren't annoying me because kids and and depending on how characters are written, I could be turned off from the book mm-hmm. and not look back. But um, I adore Rascal. There are just there are women in a lot of the books I'm reading where they're not they're not there just just to be women. It, it's it's they are like Shutter. Yeah, it's like they're just yeah. it's it, it doesn't. When I was, there were just so many comics when I was growing up where, you know, it was, it was, it was the male superhero or, or it was the male character and that's what, you know, that's just the character in the book. But now it's just, it, it's changed and, and I, I, I appreciate that so much. Mm -hmm. Why don't we change that hashtag to strong characters that just happen to be women? There you go. I love it. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Wicked and the Divine, which, as my inner travel said last week, I thought the first issue was perfection. Huh. So it's only one issue in, so it is what it is. But I, I, I couldn't recommend the first issue enough. I will read the first issue. I haven't, I haven't read it yet. I, I will. The first issue, I will try it. And uh, having not read either phonogram volume, um, I'm familiar with the creators. I like their work. So I, uh, mm. and because you praised it last week, it's something I want to check out. Respect. Um, <laughs> speaking of sex criminals, uh, sex by Mr. Joe Casey. Yeah. Have not read it. I warmed up to it. Yeah, me too. It's been a slow build, uh, which I think we talked about Vince on the show. It, it, it really didn't grab me in the first issue or two and I got away from it, but then I did catch up to it about two months ago. And it's just a slow build, but it's, I like where it is now, and it is dirty. It's a dirty book, and it's, it's yeah. dirty in the way I like dirt, books to be dirty. So. <laughs> like shooting a whore in the back of the head. Well, you know. <laughs> go that route, but you know. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, Blam. Yeah. <laughs> That's nasty. Uh, moving on. Uh, the Activity by Mr. Nathan Edmondson with art by Punisher artist Mitch Jarrods. Wow, I've never even heard of this. Me neither, and it's on issue 16. Wow. <laughs> what? Yeah. I guess we need to learn ourselves something. I don't know. Seriously. Um, ten Grand, another JMS book, and it's on issue number 10, and I must admit, I know nothing about this one either. Same. Yeah. Peter Panzerfaust. Uh, I talked about the first trade, which I enjoyed, but I didn't stick with it. It's essentially a retelling of the Peter Pan mythos as though they were real characters during World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a clever conceit, and... It's another one of those books that I just have to say got lost in the shuffle for me. I I thought the first trade was interesting uh, and and fun, but I'm not a huge war book fan generally. Um, never have been, so that's that that genre is never going to keep me for long. And I think that's what happened to me with this one. Am I the only one that read it at all? Yes, I haven't read it. Mm. Yeah, um, Saga obviously no brainer, right? Continues to be. Yeah, I mean. One of the best books out there. Uh, Invincible. No, I can't recommend it. <laughs> oh. I read the first yeah. five-ish tra- because Tom Caters uh, mm-hmm. gifted them to me. And I do – oh, no, they're still right here. Um, eventually, I will pay it forward. They, I read the first five trades, and I enjoyed what I read. I don't know if it ended at a point where I was fine at that point and read enough or if I wanted to read – from six on, but I early on I, I was I really enjoyed it. Okay, yeah, I I have read the first seven of those oversized hardcovers, right? 
And I know the eighth is in my collection and the ninth was just solicited, I think, last previews. And Vince, I mean, I, I've been, I enjoyed it for a long run, but I do think it has gotten highly, highly repetitive. There's that too, yeah, but I think the problem, um, lies with Kirkman. Well, isn't that, I, I, wouldn't that be part of it being repetitive? Yes, but it, it's the repetition I'm talking about is the uber violence yeah. happening to beloved characters. Mm-hmm. You know, it works once, okay. And these are characters that live in very violent universes, right? Walking right. Dead, that world is extremely violent and you cannot there there is no sure thing, there's no plan for anything. People will die. But when it becomes a pattern, when you pick a very well-loved character and then eviscerate them slowly on panel, mm-hmm. it's, 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 I think it's a, it's a problem with Kirkman. He's becoming way too bloodthirsty. He's, he wants to destroy his babies. And I don't know why he's feeling this way. Oh, well, why, why he, why he thinks this approach is entertaining. It's not. It's, it's, it's startling. Maybe that's what he is trying to do with his, with his uh, writing, but there's a point where you're like, yeah, okay, I saw it on two books already. I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt and jump on a new Kirkman series because he's probably just going to do it again mm, okay. at, at, at the expense of me. You know what? How many issues did I last with Walking Dead? A hundred. Well, I was going to say I, the next I, book on the list is The Walking Dead, so I guess you're. Yeah, I bought a hundred of your issues, and and you've established a pattern. And I bought, you know, almost as much Invincible, and he did it again. He did the damn thing again. I'm not playing his game anymore. As far as I'm concerned, I know this sounds, this is uh, extreme. I'm done buying Kirkman books. Finished. Uh, he he could team up with with Richard Corbin. I would not buy that's it. That's interesting. I, I have to say, I I um, yeah, you know, I, I don't get the same joy out of The Walking Dead that I once got, but but I, I do still read it and find it engaging. I I I, 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 st- I feel I like there's a little. Dude. Almost like backlash on Walking Dead because it's become so popular. People feel the need yeah. to act as though they're past it. But, but that being said, there have definitely been points during The Walking Dead where I felt that it was stunted. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to paint it with too broad a brush, but I still read it. I still read it. So I don't know. It's, yeah. I still get the trades and I read the trade. It takes me an hour to read the trade and then I, I move on, you know, but, uh, I will confess, I think the guy's very talented. I, I just think that he's, he's buying into his, um, little bit of his fan. Mm-hmm. And he's just becoming a little bit too nasty. Sure. Now you said you're a fan of Skull Kickers. You're on record as that. I, I, it did, oh, yeah. it didn't grab me. Uh, not my, not my cup of tea, but, but, uh, it's up to issue 29. So it's certainly continuing to find an audience. You still on board with it? They confused me with the numbering there for a while. Oh, okay. Every issue was a number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, yeah, I'm still, I'm still reading it. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. it. How about the it's superannuated fun. man by Ted McKeever? Bought it, loved it. <laughs> Didn't read it. Ah, oh, it's in the golden age format. Okay. The, uh, yeah, the bigger size. It's awesome mm-hmm. and it's beautiful black and white McKeever artwork. I think he's coming to a, um, a, an awesome second wind. Nice. Yeah. Uh, trees we briefly mentioned already, but, but definitely loved, loved the first issue. And again, it's, it's one issue, so caveat emptor, but I, I thought it was a strong first issue. Yep. 
Uh, Undertow, number six is coming out, which, uh, we have praised. That's definitely a book I have to say that I'm enjoying the art more than necessarily the story. I'm not disliking the story, but to me, Artyom's art is, is captivating me. Yeah. The art is, is fantastic. Sometimes the coloring and the action, um, it confuses me, I guess, is one way to say it, but it's not as, um, I just, I, I have trouble following it as, as clearly as, as I'd like to. Mm hmm. Uh, Black Science, another no brainer for me. Yeah. I own several pages from the, from the work love, right? So when, uh, so when that artist edition comes out, they'll have to come to you for those pages. Mayhap, mayhap. <laughs> That'd be awesome if they did that. That would be awesome. Thank um, you, Jason. <laughs> yes, a uh, cowl, which uh, is another book I have never heard of. It's on issue number three. It's, it's by Kyle Higgins and art by Rod Rice. I, I, I know nothing about it. Me neither. Same here, Dad. Drumheller, which is Riley Rossmo's current work. I yes. have been buying the issues. I've read the first one and really enjoyed it and have five more sitting here waiting to be read. Yeah, trade came out. Got it in my last box. Respect. Uh, yeah. We're rounding the end here. Certainly not uh, saving one of the best for last from my perspective, Manhattan Projects. Continues mm-hmm. to be awesome. Patara and Hickman just continue to be unbridled creativity. It's It's great. I'm going to do a little addendum to your your list of lists. Mm-hmm. Pick the the one single title that you like the most out of everything Image published. Okay. Well, there's and there's there's two more books in the work. We can do that. Uh, Go ahead. Sovereign, which is up to number five, and that's Chris Roberson and Paul Mabry. I have not read it yet. I've heard from several people it's quite good, but I haven't read it. Okay. And then I guess based on our conversation the last few minutes. Um, Outcast, which is Kirkman's new book, uh, with art by Paul Azaceta and Betty mm-hmm. Brightweiser. So I'm definitely intrigued by that if, if for no other reason than I like Azaceta and Brightweiser. So I, I, I'm willing to give it a try. It's, it's only had issue number two comes out this month. So, uh, but it sounds like you're going to wait to be sold on that one, Vince. I'm not going to read it. No. Okay. Same. You won't, you won't. I know David is, is defaults to not reading Kirkman. So I, I probably would imagine you're in the same boat. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I know I just talked about enjoying the first few trades of Invincible, but yeah, there hasn't, uh, really been anything lately mm-hmm. that, uh, that I'd be, with everything else that I'm enjoying, I don't know if, if I, if I take the time to, to try a right. book. Okay, so your question, Vince, was which, if we could, Desert Island, one image book, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Is this just to, based on, Continuing story, or would we get the entire entire? No, based on the list that we just uh, went through. What's the one book that I would continue to buy, no matter what? The one book. Oof, that is tricky. Your your favorite? Oh man. Um, I mean, it it sounds so cliche to pick Saga, but <laughs> uh, Can we all? No, I'm going to pick East of West. I'm going to pick East of West, but, but so, if only because I would assume that if we pulled 100 people, 50 will say Saga, and justifiably so. So I'm going to say East of West. Well, I'm glad you said that so I don't have to. Um, and I'm assuming we're all on the same island so we can share books. 
I what else? I am uh, I'm uh, I'm going umbral. Ooh, nice choice. Huh? Strong. I don't think Vince has to say his. He's only really? talked about it for for before the damn thing came out. He was talking about it. So I will yeah. be very surprised if you said something other than Undertow. That's my favorite yeah. Undertow. Okay, see that's wow. I think it, I think it's perfect. Yeah, nice. It's the perfect. None book. of us pick Saga. I love Saga. Oh, absolutely, I almost pick Saga. I think Saga yes, you is, did. Is really it's it's up there as perfect comics. I just we still be able to find copies of Saga on the island, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it's true. There's <laughs> a newsstand on there. Yeah, someone else will leave it behind. Did you see BKV is stepping away from under the dome? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, so am I. I. I think, I think I, I'm not, I never finished the first season, but I'm not going to bother with under the dome this season. And I think I have the TiVo set because it's a season pass, but I don't know if I'm coming back for Falling Skies this year. Can't blame you. Oh, Falling Skies. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a yeah, try. Yeah, I'll watch it when we come back from, from North Carolina, but I don't know if, I don't have the same feeling I had the past two seasons where I'm like, oh yeah, it's starting. Mm-hmm, sure what, sure. what did you think I was gonna say? No, I thought you were talking about Under the Dome. Oh yeah, no, that I'm done with. I'm not yeah. even. Okay. So there you go, a, an impromptu review of the entire Image Publishing Catalog. Wow. Somewhere Ron Richards is smiling. Yeah, he's, yeah. I think he's doing a little more than smiling at this point. I think he's cleaning up. Jack better be the male son. Seriously. Yeah. Son. Vince, I have an, a creator that I'm betting you know a lot more about than I do, even though I read something by him this week. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's the, that's the setup. Japanese artist named, and I'm probably butchering, butchering this, so apologies to anyone. If I am, but uh, his name is Suhiro Maru. What's the last the 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 surname? Uh, M A R U O. Yes. Okay. What'd you read? The Strange Tale of Panorama Island. Yes, I have that. Isn't that gorgeous? It is absolutely gorgeous. (laughs) But but here's the thing, which so I bought this book. It came out last year. I think it's nominated for for a few Eisner. Somehow or another, got on my. On my, my, my list of things to look out for. I, I don't recall offhand how I first heard of it, but. Last Gasp. Yeah, it's by Last Gasp. It's, it is a manga, so it's, 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 it's translation. You read, you know, manga style, you read back to front, the whole thing, uh, right to left. But, but it is, this is a work that, um, is a manga version of a novel that came out back in the twenties, I want to say. Um, and it's it's a story of a a loser really. Uh, um, his name is Hitomi. He's he's essentially a struggling novelist, and it just so happens that he has an un unbelievable resemblance to another man that they went to college together, and that man has gone on to be multi billionaire level industrialist. He's he's one of the world's wealthiest, most influential men. That guy dies, and Hitomi gets this idea to take over uh, his classmate's life, basically to step into the role of this billionaire industrialist. They look that much alike. So through a lot of of uh, 
you know, carefully crafted steps, he, he, he successfully takes over this life. And, and, and it's, it's come to believe that, that rumors of his death were greatly exaggerated and that he in fact had, um, essentially passed out and was buried alive and that he lost his memory and this whole thing. He sets up this whole thing and basically gets away with it. So he finds himself from a loser writer to a, a, a billionaire overnight. And the important component of that is that for much of his life, he's had this vision of this thing called the, the Panorama Island, which is this uh, almost Shangri-La-like Bacchanalian uh, world that anything goes, all fantasies can be fulfilled. And he's, he's, he's spent most of his life obsessing about this place. And now that he is taking over the role of this industrialist, he decides to make his visions a reality and summarily goes through spending every last drop of this industrialist fortune to create Panorama Island. And, uh, he bankrupts the business. He sells off units of the business. He, he, he spends literally billions in years to craft this place. And he eventually does craft the place. Um, but it, it's not without it's not without some 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 issues, which is first and foremost the industrialist wife, who for a time thinks it's it's her husband, but it's pretty tough to fool a wife for only so long, especially because Hitomi won't sleep with her, which again is a, is a is an odd thing because Hitomi's very much a puerile uh, hedonistic person he, he he's got very very disgusting sexual thoughts a lot but he won't sleep with her presumably because he knows that that would give him away as not being uh, uh the industrialist but but in any regard um he he eventually is successful in building this island and and much of the book is chronicling his journey to create this island and then finally in perhaps the last third of the book we're exposed to the island itself and <laughs> and then there the i would say the end was a bit disappointing and that there's a bit of a deus ex machina um, yeah. you know, in the sense that the way it wraps up, but, but it wraps up in, let's say a very fitting poetic ending for, for Hitomi, all things considered. He, he, he becomes one with the island, let's say. Um, <laughs> you're clever, <laughs> but, but what's interesting to me is that, um, one of the reasons I was attracted to this book is because whenever it was that it first came into my, uh, my sights, it was positioned as it's very clearly positioned as as, as an an X-rated and adults-only work. It, it, you go to the website, you, you go to Amazon. It says for not for children, and and so I I was expecting something more puerile than I got. I knew you were going to say that word. I heard it in my said it. Yeah, and 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 again, I I, I found the book engaging, and 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 it's it's just. A visual masterpiece because I mean this world he creates is 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 there there's this massive undersea tunnel that gets you to the island there's this there there's there's tons of special effects which are driven by technology but uh it looks like you're walking up thousands of steps but it's really a few you, you get into the center of this field it's it's the island itself is is genuinely a panorama so you, you turn one direction and you're 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 in this this garden of Eden you turn another direction and you're in this crazy futuristic place it's it's so so it's it's a marvel visually it's 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 genuinely uh, a sight to behold and and not in a cliche way 
Um, but it's also relatively straightforward and there isn't a lot of overt violence or, or overt sex. I don't think there, there are some scenes toward the end in the island where there's a lot of people having sex in somewhat of an orgy like, uh, capacity, but, it, but it's not, I would say it's not certainly over, it's, it's, it's not over the top by any stretch. Um, at least I didn't think so. I mean, do you think it was Vince? I, I mean, there, there's some scenes like there's some, few, yeah, I, there, there's, there's midgets dressed as just, a pickle. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's oral sex and there's a scene where a yeah. woman's riding on the back of a giant bird and the guy's getting her from behind. I mean, there's definitely sexual depictions, but it's not, it's not, it's not there's, it, it's a small part of the book. It's not. It, right. But the thing, my approach to it, I, I found this to be a lot like Tinto Brass's uh, Caligula. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are scenes that will knock you on your ass of explicit pornography, but and and violence, but they're surrounded by beautiful Art Deco yeah, scenes. Yeah, that's a fair way to and, say it. And no, there um, th- there's there's a bunch of different schools trailing through this. You have the avant-garde. There's kitsch. There's Grand Guignol. There's surrealist. There's a there's a strong surrealist edge to this book, and. But what you remember is the woman sucking on the dwarf. It's just like Caligula. You you don't remember <laughs> Malcolm's great performance. You remember that scene where the girl's like, mm, and she go. You know what I mean? The, the 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 artifice is eclipsed by the explicitness. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember very much until they got to the island. Okay. Yeah. When they got to the island, I could tell you what happened. From, you know, from the entire thing, you know, with the, the, the fish, with the guts all splayed out. I mean, it's, it speaks to everything. It's, it's pornographic. It's violent. It's disturbing. And that's when, when, when I, um, heard that Maruo drew this, this is understated for him. Well, so there you, you got it. You got it. Well yeah. I, I, in, in, in looking into the book and when, and after reading it, I, I, began reading into Moreau's history and that's what I wanted to get at, which is to say, although I, for some reason thought this book was going to be more than it was in terms of the level of graphic depiction, I quickly discovered that I'm not alone in interpreting this book to be for him an extremely tame version of his typical work. Oh my God! Yeah, and so there's tame. there's two other. Most of his work, sadly, has not been translated into English to this point, even even at this point. But but two of his works, uh, Ultra Gash Inferno. I love that book. Holy shit, do I love that and, book? See, I knew you'd know this. Ultra Gash Inferno and the Mister Arashi's Amazing Freak Show. Yep, I have them both. Are both translated into English? I believe the Freak Show is out of print. The Ultra Gash is not. But in reading about Moreau and, and his artistic stylings and then seeing these works, I gotta check these ones out. These, yeah. these, oh God, these ones. What's the matter with me? <laughs> Jeez. I have to check these other two books out. Um, because they look incredible and, and it looks like it's a much more challenging piece of art. They're more, they're more challenging pieces of art in that they're, they're visually as beautiful as this is, but, but with far more grotesque imagery yeah um there's a line and maruo jumps about three miles past it Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's extremely transgressive. Like, I'm, I'm sure, I think if you do a Google search, that one image comes up where the man is ripping off the girl's skin on her face and he's tongue in her eye socket. And there's like blood st- streaming down her, 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 what's left of her face. And it's a schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that image? I mean, no. that's pretty, that's pretty typical of, of what he does. Sex and death. Right, right. Yeah. So it's 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 a fascinating thing that this was the work and, and and probably by no by no coincidence this is the work that's that's in print because it's not as challenging but but um yeah no I I'm I'm intrigued for sure about this Ultra Gash Inferno the 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 amazing freak show is is not it is out of print I mean so I I see copies out there for 100 plus dollars which I'm not going <clears> to <throat> but but I can hook you up Cool cool. But uh but I'm definitely gonna follow up with with this 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 guy because because some of the stuff i've seen online is is pretty powerful <laughs> so i love his work yeah i think he has a piece in um secret comics japan too that there was an anthology yeah, that made was he the axe print. anthology yes um i'm pretty sure he was in it would seem to fit right in I have it right. I can go look for sure if you want too. me. I, I don't, but I don't remember who was in it. King Terry, baby, yeah. my favorite. So there Japanese you go. So, so this book, though, and it's a beautiful hardcover. It's 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 visually it worth every penny. It's it's uh, again, it's the strange tale of Panorama Island by Last Gasp, and it's twenty four ninety five cover price, and then which is a bargain. Yeah, commensurate discount from there, depending on where you buy it. Yeah, gold leaf. Um, on the cover and back cover, mm-hmm. Jason. I don't know if you you stated it is a hardcover and it's pretty damn thick. Yes. Nice white paper. It's a beautiful book. I mean, last gap, last gasp does last not gap, do crap. Nice. Say that last gasp does not publish crap. This is uh, it's two hundred seventy two pages, and the work was originally serialized in something called Comic Beam. Comic Beam yeah. back in the uh, about five six years ago. So there you have it. Yeah. You you know me so well, don't you? I do. I mean, as I was reading this, and then I was reading about the guy, I thought, oh, Chris Vince probably knows all about this guy. Stick <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I was halfway waiting for you to say, dude, I talked all about Ultra Gash Inferno back two years ago. No, I never brought that book to the show for one reason. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, but what are you going to do? Bring it up now. I can. I'll go. I'll go search it out. I got it here somewhere. Um, you know what Just I did read? I, Inferno, so. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been catching up on my Marvel trades. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I finally, uh, finished the, uh, trial of Jean Grey. How okay. about that? Look at you. Welcome to 2013. So I have, yeah, but they're, they're probably, you know, Marvel's usually on the ball with the hardcovers. It seems like, the all new and the guardians are coming out kind of slow. You think that's a conscious effort? I think, yeah, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think Bendis is not trying to, um, I, I think it's deliberate. I, I, okay. We know he can write a lot and write quickly. Um, and we know things can take their time like powers, but we do have, um, I think he is purposely, um, Giving his artists time to relax, breathe a little bit, so they can tell their story. Also, um, whereas you know, other I double did. dippings will get multiple. Like I, uh, that was my of all the issues with Indestructible Hulk. My biggest 
issue was the uh was the there's there's half an art team for this issue and then the next issue and a half is a different team and it was just it was it came out too quickly and it, it there wasn't a consistent look but you I don't have that with the Bender stuff. Hmm. You got to admit they wanted this on the shelves when the movie came out. I mean there's no question about it. Which yeah, the, I mean we future packs. No, no, Guardians the, of the Galaxy. No, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, for the oh, we, why we, would you say that? Because it'll be, it's in hardcover now and the movie's come out in August and you could say, hey, if you like these characters, then you, you should. Right. But no, no one but ever, I, I mean, no I one guess, ever says that. I guess what I'm saying though is that I, uh, hmm, I, I have to think this through because I don't know if I agree in the sense that I could see them wanting the Guardians of the Galaxy hardcovers on the shelf, but I would think Guardians of the Galaxy X-Men crossover would be suboptimal to have for people to find at the bookstore because they're going to be confused. And, not gonna, like, and, the, the and it doesn't benefit Marvel as much because now they're promoting the other studio's movie. And, and uh, so it's, I. Don't you think that's crazy? I, yes. It is. And, and I, I, and, and I get what you're saying, Vince, because I mean, we were saying that about, oh, well, look, you know, Peter's back as Spider-Man before Amazing Spider-Man 2 comes out. And yes, and, and there are all these little plays in, in place and these moves happening. But I still think, like Hickman and Infinity and his Avengers books, um, at least as far as I can see right now, up, up to Original Sin, I think that this story was... I don't think it was... I don't know about the Guardian side of thing because I'm behind on that series, but as far as the all-new X-Men, I think we... Um, I think this was a logical progression. It, this story was okay. I, it's not like, hey, now we're just... It, it, was, it didn't feel like we're going to have an event for events sake. No, the story, you're right. The story makes perfect right. sense. It, 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 it's as clear as a diamond how, how much sense this makes. Why wouldn't the, the, the Shi'ar get pissed off that Jean Grey is, is alive again? Right. And especially Guardian. But, I mean, the, the thing I, I wanted to say primarily was, I don't think, and, okay, scoff if you will, I don't think Bendis has had a role this strong ever. He is on a super role with these books. Uh, from all new and, and guardians. And, and this was like the culmination of everything he's done on, on all new to date. It just kept building and building and he's writing these great stories. And this seemed to make this, this was the one story where it, everything clicked for me. I'm not saying it didn't before, but it just seems like this is one of those stories where you'll go back to it in 10 years and say, man, that was awesome. Yeah. I, I hesitate to compare it to this, but it's kind of like Jean Grey on the moon. You know, it is one of those moments where it's just like that defines a whole mess of stuff for that character. This story, and I'm glad it was a Guardian story as well, because let's share the spotlight a little bit, because I think it's a great team. But the story is just incredible that 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 Jean Grey is back, young Jean Grey. The Shi'ar are the Shi'ar are pissed, specifically Guardian. It's not so much the Shi'ar; it's Guardian. Yeah, and if this he, didn't he, prove what a piece of that he is, it's I, yeah, he is a tool. Yeah. He is. It's like it's it's. I get it. It's like listen, this this person is going to do bad things, so I want to prevent that. But I mean. You say that out loud and you realize how ridiculous that sounds because this isn't the same person or she hasn't done these things. 
Right. Even so, though, when you got somebody that's confronting him with the the truth, like Jason. Yep. This is not the girl. She did not do like just everything you said. And and Gladiator basically says, "I don't care. She's going to pay." Yep. Like so so okay, we're supposed to respect you as not only a person but as a superpowered leader. As a leader, a superpowered powered leader, and you are just doing something just because. Well, I think it's compl- more complex than that. I, I I agree with you, but I think I, I think the moral dilemma it plays in that same. Do you kill? Hitler? It's on the same axis of philosophical discussion that you have with the. If you could go back and kill baby Hitler, would you do it? Right. Right. Or if you. Uh, and we saw that in Remender with the X Force, with 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 Baby Apocalypse, right? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So this is a little different in that he's asking her to pay for something that's already happened. Um, and she's like, I don't even know what right. I did. And 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 the tipping point for me is the fact that it was it was they mentioned how he also they went ahead and obliterated the Gray Bloodline. Which which pissed her off right. the most, and and I think was would be the single thing, if if she's a vindictive soul, and you know wants that blood retri- retribution, the gladiator specifically may have set the wheels in motion of the very thing he was trying right. to avoid. Yeah, I will say the one thing when you're reading all of the Marvel universe, and you're relatively up to up to speed or up to date rather that I'm struggling with is a little bit as beast in the sense that he's pretty much embroiled in a number of massive, massive <laughs> universe altering. Yeah. Mistakes. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, he's, 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 he's in the spoilers to anybody that's not ready. He's in the Illuminati. Yeah. He's dealing with the incursions. Yeah. He's responsible for this timeline freak thing, which, Again, we haven't necessarily seen the effects of that, but it's clearly building to that. And we've gone as far as to having Awatu basically show up in his bedroom and say, you are a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, I cannot believe you did this. So you almost wonder if uh, – and, and it's being written by, by different writers, so maybe not. But you have to think that Hank's got his comeuppance coming, right? I mean – Oh, definitely, yeah. Maybe it's Dark Beast, and we don't know it. I don't think so. I mean, Dark Beast looks different. But he just underwent a tertiary or whatever mutation. It could be. Could be, although this beast is wrestling with his... He, he continues to, to question his own decisions. I mean, it's not as though he's he's defending his decisions against those criticizing him. He, he He's freely recognizing that he's he's he regret. If he could go back, he probably wouldn't have done most of this. Right, you can easily explain that away though. Maybe, maybe the, uh, maybe he built something in during the transference that would convince his mind that he is the Could beast. Be. I, I'm really, I, I find it more engaging to read it as it being our Hank. It's true, yeah, because then, like you said, the comeuppance will be even that more devastating because it's going to yeah, come. Yeah. It, it, it has to come. Now, now David, yeah. what do you, th- I know we've talked about this arc a bit already, but, but, but what do you think of, the portrayal of of the the young slash new Cyclops and wanting to go hang with his daddy and get the uh, get, the, get the, the father he never had because the one thing I'll say about that is is it's not as though we've had a ton of Star Jammers right comics over the years but 
I always felt like he as a character was fairly fleshed out. I mean, he was the Marvel version of the of the freewheeling dad who who's a cool dude and 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 loves his kid, but he's just not cut out to be a dad. He's he's not he's not the kind of guy that wants the responsibility of being there. So it feels a little weird that that Psych is all of a sudden going to go and hang out with dad, you know, on a road trip. Oh, I think also dad missed these formative years. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's also like he, he's getting a second chance and, and, um, he's going to make up for lost time, but there's also something going on with Corsair. Um, have you read the first two issues of Cyclops? Yes. Okay. So we know that, um, uh, Corsair isn't being super forthcoming, um, with his son and, uh, so there's there's guilt there, and there's also the um, the if if I don't get to do this now, I'll I'll regret it, or yeah, and I'm I'm able to uh, rectify any any issues from before. So um, I I'm enjoying the uh, it, I see the young Scott for. Who he is, he's not, uh, it, it's, it's not the, the current present day, present universe, um, Cyclops. And, uh, I don't know if, if right now I could say that he's on the same path just because he's, he's spending time with dad, but I, I like how we're getting two different Cyclops. It, it's not like it's it's a shorter version of of um of what some people would would think. You know, with the cockbag Cyclops that that's in Uncanny <laughs> X Men right now. I, I wouldn't say that, but I can understand how people would. But so we don't have two point oh scientific that, term, right? Cockbag. That cockbag. That's it. Um, <laughs> it's uh, you know, so we don't have. It, it's not like here's Wolverine and here's X twenty three, and they're basically the same character. They, they, these are two different characters and and I like that they are they're also a part. I think that that the fact that Scott left his classmates uh at the Xavier Institute to to go hang with dad and that's something else that also I mean, you know, yeah, Gladiator had a hand in in what Jean Grey's feeling right now, but also with Scott um and and I can't I'm not going to say that that that's anywhere near Scott's fault because Jean has been, um, she hit on all of them. Jean has been, <laughs> and, and, be, and, and listen, professor X isn't here. So he's not around to, um, mold her and teach her and, and show her, you know, she sure as hell isn't listening to Kitty. She's not listening to anybody. And, and that is bugging me beyond anything else. And, and I just like, just, you don't, she, she's reading everybody's goddamn mind. She just she, she can't butt out of anything. And, when, and you know, we just got done talking about all the image books and and Rascal and all these female characters who I like reading. And then I get to Jean Grey, and it's like just oh my god, why? And and <laughs> I I'm I'm absolutely fine with Scott hanging out with Dad. Uh, why would you stay with her? Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Right. She's confused. Yeah. She's 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 basically mind raping everybody around. Straight, I'll be back. You know, call yeah, me later. And, and 
I think the the one person with which she closely bonded was what's her name Oracle from the the uh, Imperial Guard. See, now she should have stuck around and and maybe helped train her or whatever. But um, no, I I uh, I like that we're getting um, we're going to get some. Um, some more Corsair, because, you know, aside from popping up in an annual or, or just, you know, guest appearance by the Star Jammers, I, I, I can count on one hand the amount of, of stories I read that Corsair was involved in. So I, I, right. I, yes, exactly. I, I mean, and, and Ruck is writing it and the art is fantastic. So I mean, I'm all for that. Um, I think he was running from that one event. That, I think that's one of the reasons why he became the, the person he is, is he was trying to run away from that, that event that separated him yes. from his two sons. And, and the whole thing with mom. And I, I, I right. can, I can, I can understand that. Well, yeah. Vince, what did you think of the, of the other components of the story? Did you, did you like the incarnation of evil mutants that we get from the future? And Well, that's not in this yet. Wait, isn't that... This is... This, this, no, this just begins and oh, ends with... Oh, yeah, that's right after. Sorry, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I like it, but w- one of my favorite parts of this uh, crossover was a kind of softer, more human Laura. Yeah. And I think Bendis is incredibly smart and incredibly clever to prey upon a trope, an X-trope, that's been going on for decades the rivalry between Logan and Scott over Gene to ma- make a love interest for Scott essentially a clone of Wolverine. <laughs> that's pretty good. That I didn't, is I didn't, so I didn't smart. read it that way, but that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, it, I'm with you, David. It, I hadn't I, thought of it, but it sounds brilliant now that you said yeah. it. Yeah. It, it is brilliant. And, and the, the fact that she opens up to the person that Wolverine probably considers one of his biggest rivals you know, and, and she, she actually hugs him at one point, and then what does he do? That one panel where he leaves with his father, and you see Laura, and she's just kind of like, oh, that, that's, that's devastating, because that character doesn't open up. She, you know, she's like, you know, her, her baby daddy. She's, she's Logan, essentially, but she, she, she took a chance, opened up to him, and they, they comforted each other, and then he just leaves, and she, she probably, you know, assume that maybe, or there may be something to this. Maybe I can actually find somebody who doesn't consider me a freak. Yeah, cause I, the one part where, um, um, Drax, uh, I like the, the, the toe blade. You know, I'm gonna get me one of them. You know, so she's, she's like a living weapon. And if, you know, if Drax finds you, it's, yeah, yeah you, you, there's, there's killing going on. But no, I just thought everything about this series is so damn smart. Both of them. I mean, even Angela uh, fit into it. Angela's a yeah. perfect yeah, fit. Yeah, I have to perfect. say. Also, with Gamora, that was, you know, that's, that's some tension going on there. No, I, yeah, it, it, it between Eminem and, uh, Von Gorbedger and, and Pacelli's art and between the two, it was, no, it, it, it looks great. It read great. It is definitely something I agree with you, Vince, where, in five, six, ten years from now, if you're like, oh, you know, let me read, you know, you can just sit down and read that and, and be thoroughly entertained and enjoy that. It's, it's, yep. and it's, you're right. it, yeah, you have, you have that final panel after Scott leaves and, and, you know, Jean falls to her knees and, and, you know, so it, it ends there, but it's also for that story, that's, that's, 
It's that's a good ending point. Yeah, you, you don't, you yeah, don't, you don't need you to need. worry about, you know, oh, I got to read the next one, find out what happens with Scott. Well, Scott's not even in. You're gonna have to read a different series to get what's going on with Scott. So, right? No, th- he told a complete yeah. story in a crossover, which is kind of difficult to do given the the mechanics of the Marvel universe. Like these stories never end, and it, it doesn't technically end here. But I mean, f- cover to cover, you read this thing, you are satisfied. Well, at least I was. So you didn't read, um. You haven't read the issues after that. I read, uh, I, I read it out of sequence. I read the first one after this with the, the brotherhood. Okay, so you, okay. you saw, you saw, you saw Laura, um, leaving yeah. and then the attack, but, um, the thing that I, what, regardless of, of the reveal at, at, at the end or what was going on in the issues, what, what, um, what really, um, or maybe it was the issue after, but, but the scene that I, I'm always going to think about or, or recall fond, not fondly, but the big thing that I remember from the following issues were, um, Scott, older Scott, our Scott, uh, talking to Jean and then leaving her room and Kitty is outside and, and tell Scott, you are never, ever to be alone with her again. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm abs- that's, no two ways about it. That's, I, I, I'm behind Kitty 100%. I, I see why she would say that and why, I, I, I'm just like, that's cool. And even, and, you know, and he knows it and, you know, he can, he can try to argue it and, and, you know, make sense or explain to Kitty why, but I mean, he, he you gotta own it and, and yeah, so, so that's what it is. And, and again, I mean, getting back to what, Vince was saying about Jean throwing herself at anybody. She's over here reaching for older Scott's hand, and it's just like, woman, really? I, I she's like, confused. Hormones, much? It's just no. It's it's insane, and it's um, you know, I. But put yourself in her panties, though. <laughs> I could. Um, no, seriously, someone plucks you from your your current time and tells you you will you will become the most devastating killing force the universe has ever seen. Well, how do you react to that? Seriously, you're a kid. You can't even fathom going on, you know, a date. That that that's a, a terrifying experience. Well, she's a mutant, so we'll we'll up it a little bit. You know, we, you, what what's what has been the most calamitous thing in her life up until the time they plucked her out? Fighting Magneto, which is if tough, that, right? I, don't even, you know, I mean, when 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 Hank plucked them out, did have they fought? I, was it? Uh, they still seem kind of right. green. So, I mean, yeah, was, I it, was it pre Uncanny X Men number one, or was it, so? I just I don't know, but I'm just saying. That, that, yeah, so so you're you're being told that you know you're going to kill essentially billions of people. Sure. You bitch. yeah. How do you wrap your your pretty little red head around that? It's it's tough. She's confused, but I just thought she was flinging it pretty fast. Though. I mean, Bobby, <laughs> I could see, I, know. I could see more. You know, but the, 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 the snow cone, really? You're going after that? By the way, I, I will that? say this, uh, I, I just do not feel the Rachel Bobby, uh, oh, and, uh, stuff. Yeah, I just don't, yeah. I, I, it's just, I just don't like the whole idea of that. Uh, I guess I just, I guess it feels wrong for her not to be with, with Colossus or I guess at least, or Pete, Pete Wisdom maybe, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I you, you know, you know what I do like? Kitty, uh, Peter Quill. I like that a lot. That was pretty funky. That was, yep. you know, that they're, was, they were just uh, a little flirty and, and, you know, 
that was that was nice. I, I had no problem. Well, she, she's going to be a part of his ongoing series. Oh, oh okay. Yes, that's, right. mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's great. And and the last thing I want to say is whatever Marvel is paying Stuart Eminent, dude, double it, double dude. it, or yeah, why not triple it? What the I hell? Homeboy is killing it. He is, yeah, world oh, class. Oh, so great. Yeah, flawless. I love that thick. It's 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 the same kind of line that Dodds that Terry Dodson has that yeah. thick, the solid Dodson, line the, that he outlines his characters yeah. with. I love that look. And dude, his Hepzibah. Oh. Forget it. Oh yeah, my that's god. That's a bit of a twist too. Yeah, because um, the, the 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 sexy stepmom step now. Yeah, the milf. I mean, she was banging Skills. Warpath two years ago on Earth. Yeah. And wasn't with, yeah. with Gorsuch. Now who was so. writing that at the time? Was that, that wasn't, that wasn't, um, Mike Harry, was it? it? Fraction, right? I think so. Oh, cause it was, okay. It was right. That was the, the, okay. was the X-Men, yeah. But she's, she's extremely lenient too, because Corsair was basically, you know, mind raping Angela. What a fine woman. What, what oh, a beautiful I mean, Gorsuch. I, I mean, why wouldn't you? But she's, you have, she's you know, an advanced woman. She understands the needs of I the guess. flesh. Hey, he gets out of line, she just sprays him. <laughs> there you go. Could I told you, you imagine do it. his whole new definition of the idea of squirter. Uh-huh. She is a squirter. She's squirter. Although you, you, that's Musk. not the kind you want. Oh, oh you would so bad. Mind. They don't say, but in the cargo hold, there's like tomato gallons juice. and gallons so of tomato good. juice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you tomato juice showers after. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the tingler. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's great. So you haven't read Battle of the Atom then? Yeah. You have? I'm yeah. confused. You just said you stopped reading it. No, I, but, no, I read Battle, Battle of the Atom. I read them, I have all the all new X-Men. Okay. In, in hardcover. Okay. In hardcover. Yeah, I love it. Well, I think ben, Bendis is killing okay. it. Did you read the uh, OGN that came out? What OGN? I did not, not yet. I want to. Is that the the uh, um, it came out last month? No or more humans, didn't it? yeah. Yeah, no, no. That's gonna, from what I hear, that's gonna play a big part. It it does. It it it's it's one of those things where after I read it, I was very confused as to why it was an OGN. It's the first X Men related OGN since God Loves Man Kills. What twenty twenty years ago? Twenty twenty eighteen years ago? I have it right next to me, dude. It's funny. Really? Yeah. And. And it, it's it's definitely in continuity. It's 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 it picks up right where where the um, Battle of the Atom left off, and 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 things happen in it that are directly referenced to in subsequent issues of a number of the comics. I gotta so get it's that. Bizarre. Down. I will say this: this is not great, Laroca. It's 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 <laughs> it's not. Great, Laroca. The, the, the art, the lies, the story in this, but it does do a nice job of establishing Rays as a potentially a level villain going forward. Cool. Uh, Rays being Wolverine and, and Mystique's son. Yeah, because he's red, right? No, he's got red hair. He's, he's blue, he's like blue. yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right. And that's and, and the go ahead. When did he first pop up? Yeah. The, the, oh, this is his first thing. Yeah. He um and oh, that's nice. and and I am absolutely I 
props to Bendis on that too. I, I am loving the, uh, the, well, it's set in the future, obviously, but I'm, uh, in, in air quotes, the origin of how the, um, the future brotherhood got together and, yes. and the whole thing with, uh, Xavier and, and, um, and going to Madripoor to, to meet his mom and, uh, whoops, that's, that's, uh, Different phrasing for for chicks with dicks there, but it, it's the whole. Um, <laughs> no, I I think yeah, that's I now I'm I'm all pissed because you only get a little bit of the future story um, with the origin, and you know then you're back in present day, and it's like, and he's not dragging it out, but it's just he's telling it the way it should be told. But I just I want to see. How everybody got together. You got Molly. You got Eastman. Uh, I just I want to see the rest of the team get together, and I'm just I'm, I'm a little impatient with that. God loves me and kills came out in 1982. Yeesh. So, wow. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. You'd think they would have capitalized on the fact that the X Men were pretty damn popular at one point. So it's been 32 years. They. Wow. Well, they we did. See, um, Dude, they, we are freaking old. Yeah, we are. Um, Not old or wise. Love that too. Um, God damn, thirty years. Jeez, <laughs> that is <laughs> devastating. <laughs> so wow. Oh boy. When did the New Mutants OGN come out? Uh, that was that was Marvel Graphic Novel number yeah. four. Four, yeah. And this is number five. So. Oh man, we are old. Yeah. I remember walking into the comic store and seeing that New Mutants OGN and being. Totally mesmerized by it, buying it. And at the time, it was so expensive to pay because it wasn't, you know, it was many, many times the price of a regular comic. This is, uh, the Marvel graphic novel cover price in the US, 595. And that was Boku Bucks in 82. That was. That's crazy. But I mean, the pages are, are, they're, um, they're, they're all, some of them are, um, yeah, there's no, there's no panel borders. It's all that, that lead, uh, page to page and, um, yeah, no, it's still, it, it's still a crazy story. And I have, I have Hookie over there next to my bed. Oh, I love yeah, Hookie, I, man. I don't remember reading it back in the day. And, and so I want to, um. Well, Hookie was a hardcover. No, uh, Spirits of the Earth. Yeah, because that was Charles Bass, right? Yeah. 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 And Hook, right, Hookie's, right. uh, writes it. And then Marvel perfected the uh, Marvel graphic novel with the the brilliant oh God. Uh, Wolfpack release. <laughs> 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 that was that was trash. Man, I bought everything Marvel released, mm-hmm. but when that Wolfpack came out, I'm like, nah, son, nah this is nice. horrible, dude. What are you doing? Emperor Doom is better than this. Oh, don't front on Emperor Doom, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't like that too much either. Come on, son. But you had you had. Um... You had the the Nick Fury, uh, Wolverine, Scorpion story or, or Scorpion, yes. and then uh, you had um, uh, the Doctors, Strange and Doom. Um, there have been some great ones. Yeah. The Severin Conan, oh, is awesome. Greenberg the Vampire was one, wasn't it? By Damon Uh da, 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 uh, I think so. Void Indigo. Yes. Great, great Marvel graphic novel. What was number one? What was the first Marvel graphic novel? Oh man. Don't tell me don't tell me. Um Oh my god. Oh no. my god. Why can't I remember this? Really? 
the first Marvel graphic uh-huh. novel. Oh, Death of yeah, Captain you- Marvel. I didn't look it up. Did you hear oh, me? Oh, was that's, I that's true. That's true. You did. Jeez. No, yes, I did that not. Was, that was the first one. Uh, Steve Raker's going, That's right. He knows which one Metamorphosis is. So, it's all right. He knows what number that is. Um, yep. No, yeah, that was... What was number two? Uh, Red Star. Uh, no, that was number three. Elric. Elric. Oh, oh my lord. Yes. I still have that right there on my, my shelf. Let's see what else can... Uh, Dazzler was one, right? Mm. I don't get that no, character. Never you know did. which? All right. Well, um, um, uh, Star Slammers was one. Well, Simonson. Uh, yes. Uh, there but was a Hulk one, right? Burn. Yes. Uh, the one that I kind of um, I almost throw up in my mouth every time it's it's brought up or thought about. Uh, fucking super boxers. Super boxers. <laughs> That was, uh, what, Ron Wilson? You know, Ron Wilson is written by John. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, what was that jank one that, uh, Cockrum did? Uh, Futurians. It's not jank, dude. It's not jank. It's not jank. Did, didn't Veach do a jank one too? Heart, what's it, Heartbreakers? Or Heart, Heart something? Heart, Heart Yeah, it's, it's, what? What's your the problem with the Uh, the death of Gru. Oh, yes. totally. There was that living monolith one, right? Yes, there was. There was, that the was what, movie Michelini? adaption? Who? The Willow movie adaptation. Wait, for real? The, uh, yeah, Mary Jane. I know Dunn. there was an Alien Legion one, cause I, I, I have it sitting in my closet. I tell you, the Kent Williams Dracula one is great. I do remember the Hercules one by Leighton. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. There was a Hulk thing one by Starlin. Yes, Starlin and, and Wright. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cloak uh, and Dagger had one, right? I don't... Yes. How many graphic Marvel graphic novels are there? I think they 38. stopped at, like, what? 38. There is an unofficial <laughs> numbered title, The Inhumans, uh, by uh, Anne Nascenti and uh, Brett Blevins. Brett Blevins, yeah. Oh, so apparently this is a thing, like Marvel's bringing them back. So it's not a coincidence that... Oh, that, by late 2013, yeah, I'm reading the wiki page. So, I, I, did I miss these others? I, I, I have I, family business. Endless War Time, I didn't even know that existed. I did not. It's not good. No? What about the music Spider-Man family business? That's in the Comixology Library. I, I, I keep meaning to read that, I haven't started it yet. Th- Sarlin's doing a Thanos one. And the secret origin of Emily Thorne, okay? Inspired by the ABC television series. Interesting. Play <laughs> <laughs> that image game. If you could own <laughs> of the original Marvel graphic novels, what would it be? Death of Captain Marvel. Void Indigo. New Mutants. Nice. Good answer. Dude, and you know, I, I love that story with Bob McCloud, right? When David, you were with me, David, right? And we went up to him and I handed him my jam piece and I said, you know, Mr. McCloud, would you, would you mind drawing one of these characters? And he said, and this is drop the mic moment. And he said, well, how would I draw Wolfsbane since I created her? <laughs> That's awesome. Badass. That's killer. 
Yeah, no, it, I, I do, I enjoy, I've, I've reread the, the New Mutants graphic novel and, and I always, um, Karma's always bugged me. I never, I never liked her, but. Oh, I see. Pick on the lesbian. I get it. <laughs> Pick on the chick with the weird hair. Um, but one thing I always think about when I, when I, whenever I think about the New Mutants graphic novel, there's, I, I get to the end and, um, Chuck is trying to be all, I'll put my limp foot down and, and say, you know, this is how, this is your school uniform. This is how you're supposed to dress. And Danny comes in and she's still wearing her boots and her belt and, and it basically just tells him flat out that, you know, these are, these represent who I am, this is for my people and, and, you know, if you can't deal with me looking like this with your uniform, then, you know, then, then, Either deal with it or I'm out, and I'm like, and and it's it's weird. I mean, aside from Sam's um, dialect and and uh, and and some of the other characters and scenes from the graphic novels, usually towards the end of the graphic novels or the moments that that the, it's the, the end of God Loves Man Kills. I, I think about those last couple of pages. Um, that the Captain Marvel, it's usually the last, I don't know what it is. Other stories, I have no problem with it, but the graphic novels, I tend to just think about the last few pages of the story. Don't know why. Maybe next episode we can talk Marvel Super Special. Oh. There's a lot of good ones of that series. Good being an operative word. Daredevil Love and War. Oh, that's a great one too. Hey everybody, and you know what? You can probably get, no, but you can get future Marvel OGNs at Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, because they are the awesome, bestest comic book retailer you're ever gonna find. Get your comics, get them fast, get them cheap, most importantly, and get them delivered right to your door. In your travels. Pick it up. Uh, another one of those Marvel collected editions i read on my catch-up journey was uh and i do believe i'm safe in saying i think this should be on everyone's shelves i read uh well i reread miracle man book one a dream of flying hmm. safe to say this is a classic of of the uh the, the genre the yes mm-hmm. yeah um I don't remember it being so wordy, but um, the uh, especially when when Mike is in uh, Miracle Man mode, he waxes poetic and pun intended because um, Miracle Man's internal mo- monologue is much more uh, flowery, more descriptive, more more uh, well written than than Mike Moran's. When when Mike thinks it's he's you know, he's kind of lowbrow, whereas Miracle Man is an elevated, enlightened being, so to speak, and, and he thinks appropriately. Um, looking at the color art, and it was originally done by Steve Olaf, um, I got to say, uh, from the benefit of the many original uh, pages in the back of the book, we see um, the artwork uh, in black and white, I think the color kills this to a certain mm. extent. 
I, I would much rather see it in the original, uh, black and white. With the zipper tone mm-hmm. or the, the letter, the letter set, I, I think it's, it's, uh, and I th- do believe that was how it was originally printed in Warrior. I think Warrior, these stories appeared in black and white. I have a bunch of them and, uh, I can't confirm that, but I'm pretty damn sure they originally appeared in black and white. But and it's safe to say, classic of the genre. I love every bit of it. Uh, my favorite story is the Warpsmiths story from, uh, A1. It's amazing. Uh, so just just get it. You need this. If you haven't read it, you need to read it. Um, it's 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 uh, one of the best by the best. Uh, the original writer wrote this. That's God. The OG. Yeah. But uh, it's, I'm I'm curious to to see what they're going to do in in future volumes because I know the birth issue uh, was shipped in plastic. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was sealed. So I'm I'm uh, wondering what what's going to happen, and there's Alan Davis is all through this book. My Did, boy, does the cover wrong with that? No, That's there's not. Boy. Gary Leach, that he's a fantastic illustrator. Yeah, he is. Love love his stuff. Hey, Lion. Yeah, you can follow Alan Moore's lead on on. I would say one of the most important works in Alan Moore's career. If you can follow his lead this well, you're you're all right, brother. True that, brother. Yeah. yeah. So wh- where does Miracle Man fall in your 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 all time lists? Mm. Mm. Is it is it top ten? No. Yeah, I would hesitate to put it yeah. there for me too. I mean, it's it's fantastic, groundbreaking work, but I don't think it. It's top ten because most of his other work is up there. Yeah. The, ori- the original writer. I think it's yeah, funny that you're calling him the original writer. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've probably talked about this in the show before, but, but what would you say your top three Alan Moore works are? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, top three. Watchmen. He's in there. Mm-hmm. Snakes and Ladders. I knew you were going to say that. And... Neonomicon. <laughs> don't laugh. Uh, uh, no, I can't, I can't put that in top three. Uh, Swamp Thing. Okay. That's right. David? Yeah. Oh, um, Watchmen, um, wow, uh, The Killing Joke, okay, um, hmm, I have to think about the third one. You go. Well, uh, at the risk of being repetitive, certainly Watchmen is still to my mind the best, best comic ever, so that's up there. Um, top ten. Oh, okay. Which I absolutely adored. Why are you laughing? Why? Wow, you busted my boss for Neonomicon. <laughs> Wait, for reals, dude? It's, it's, yeah, it's good. Oh my but god, dude, I love it. I love it. Wow. And, uh, and League. Which is maybe cheating because that's a lot of work, but 
But if Vince could say Swamp Thing, I could say League of Extraordinary. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I have. Uh... I, well, yeah. I I don't I don't think League is better than From Hell. And oh, From yeah, Hell, yeah, no, League. I do. I I found From Hell to be a chore. Wow. Yeah. Hoot. <laughs> it's tough though. Again, this is this is a you're this is comparing you're comparing a, the all time great works against one another. That's tough. That's yeah. Yeah. You're, you're I, right. I'm not you're saying right. I disliked <laughs> from hell at all. I'm just saying that that I. I it's interesting that none of us said V for Vendetta, which seemingly yeah, I think no, be on the yeah. sh- on in terms of his works that he's best known for. That would be up there too. But yeah, you know what? Uh, to be honest, that would be on the bottom. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm not a. It, it, I don't think that holds up anywhere near as well as Watchmen did. Yeah, no, way no. too political. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. Way too. But I, it's safe to say for me. I don't think he'll ever write anything better than Snakes and Ladders. I know. I th- think it. that's that's his all-time best work, and he's never going to. And by the way, I, I I almost said for my third Captain Britain simply because I love the I character and I, I love Alan for. Davis. And you get Alan Moore and Alan Davis doing a favorite character of mine together. That's a tough to beat. But but admittedly, they're they're those works are nostalgic for me, and I think hold up now. Because of who the creative team was, but but in rereading them, if if you go back and reread the like the Captain of Britain omnibus, it, it they're they're stock and trade works. They're, they're not they're not illustrative of of Moore's greatness. I think in, in the way that so many of no. other things are. You you could see that greatness developing in Miracle Man, though. Oh, sh- like the first couple of issues are kind of shaky. They're, they're they're I mean, I know he's playing to the fact that. Mike Moran is was conditioned to believe himself a comic book character. I know, and he, so he's he's preying upon those overused elements that appear in comic books. Yeah, but the writing is not. I mean, half of it is intentionally bad, but I don't think it's up to his. Like, it's nowhere near what he brings to the table towards the end of the run. Mm-hmm. Let's just leave it like that. I I really I, I um. I like for the man who has everything and whatever happened to the man of tomorrow. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, but I also like the short story, uh, Pictopia for, from anything goes. So it's, yeah. it's so, you know, I mean, I, I haven't read illustrated by Don Simpson. Don Simpson. Uh, I have not read everything. Like I still haven't read league. Um, I, there's a lot. That, that Moore's done. I, I haven't read any, well, I won't say any, I, I haven't read a whole lot from, uh, from his ABC stuff. So there's just, I can't, I, I'm obviously going by what I have read and, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll read from hell eventually. Um, but yeah, I just, I, it, it's definitely Watchmen for me and then everything else. That's not bad. No, it's nice. not bad. Uh, but I will say, in your travels, we did not talk about this. Vince forced me to read it for this week, and we didn't talk about it. And uh, so Jason's going to have to wait on on my thoughts on um, the first book of my management. Uh, but um, you should read it anyway, as in in your travels, um, regardless and of take- my feelings on it. It'll Whoa. take you about three days. <laughs> huh. How am I going to say it's in your travels and not feel it? 
Come on. Well, I don't know. Come on. No, I would not do that. It would hurt my heart if you didn't like it. I would not. I, no pressure. If, if it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty much an unwritten, no pressure. It's, it's kind of like an unwritten rules, but at least with me, you must like it if it's in your travels. I agree with that. I think that's good. So, yeah. I mean, don't yeah. say in your travels, I, I didn't like it, but you might. That's not, that, that's for the rest of the show. That's jank. But I was going to say, it would take you about three days just to read all the blue lines. And, and, and I, my, my favorite, my favorite parts were in, um, like issue, uh, four or five where as you're reading it, it's all in caps because it's interrupting the thought. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Kent is just, it, that's, it. Do you think with the pig mouth or do you just bring that to the show? No, I always think with it. <laughs> well, see, we're going to be seeing Mr. Kent seen, in two days, David. That's, oh, I can't Three wait. Days. Oh, um, but, from from I mean I've seen the single issues we're missing a lot by by reading this stuff in the trades. Nah, I'm not reading it in the trades. Yeah, no, you can't. Oh, I love so the inside, you get inside the back cover and you get the oh no it's all it's 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 crazy. You need to, actually you need to rip the pages out and just sprawl them all across the floor and just try to follow along. It's it's, it's, on, it's on. Uh, we will talk about it soon. I don't know if we'll talk about it during the con recap next week, but we will talk about my management soon. Just back through that. And catch up, uh, but in your travels, um, do 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 do. Uh, I talked about Moon Knight. I talked about Iron Fist. I've talked about wow. Um, talked about a bunch of stuff recently. So go ahead and shoot. Oh no, wait. There was. I just I, I just had the screen up too, and because I was talking, it went black. Hold on. That air. That air is awesome. Um, I'm going to say, <laughs> David's worrying about dead air. No, all of a sudden I am. Pause. Uh, Pregnant pause. <laughs> at the pause. There was, um, uh, height. This is killing me. Actually, you know what? I just, I just read, um, no, that was it. Rachel Rising, god damn it. And it, it, I don't know, it's something we haven't talked about in a while. So in your trial, and, and it's, it's something that, um, eventually when, when Renee gets to sit down with us, we'll, we'll talk about it. But she, um, I, the last time last month when we were down south, um, she had her Kindle, I had the iPad, I logged into Comixology and she was able to re, actually I only had up to like issue 12 or 13 and she got, so I was rereading them. So this way we could follow along. And she got to the last issue I had bought and, and, and we, um, and at that point I just bought up to, I guess 23 or 24 was up out at the time. So I just, I caught up and, um, and she is, she wasn't feeling echo, I think because of the sci-fi angle of it. And, and mm-hmm. she loves strangers in paradise, but this, she, you know, she's like, Oh, well, look, here's Kachu and here's, and so, so, you know, she knows that, that Moore has his stock types and that's, and that's fine. It's still, it's, it's gorgeous to look at. I want, like Jason, I, who owns a page, I want to own a page, uh, from this series. It's, um, it, I, so you buy a page at Baltimore and we'll parlay that into him inking my white queens, sweet. my jampies. Um, the, uh, no, I just, it's every, it, it's a book where he kind of has me on the edge of my seat because there are some things I 
don't want to happen, but should happen and, and, uh, getting to the end of the issue or even in the middle of an issue and something else happens and you just, you don't know where these characters are going to go or where he's having them go. And it's, it's just, it, I'd say it's great fun, but because of the subject matter, I don't know if I should say that, but it is, it's definitely something that is worth your time. It's, it's, um, if you, if you're a comic book fan, it looks great. He tells beautiful stories with pictures and, uh, and, and not a ton of words. The, the art is not, um, the people are not being crowded out by word balloons. You, you, you get just enough to, to move the story along. Everybody's just, no one's in these long ass dialogues like I am now. It's just, it's, it's, it is so, Tight and and uh, and and I just I think it's really well crafted and I, I you should check it out. You if ain't you haven't, it's been a couple of years. If you haven't by now, I don't know if I want to know you. You don't want to know me? Don't tell me that. Nope. I've I've never read Rachel Rising. Oh, no. You drive me nuts. Right, you're hurting his heart, man. That's all right. Just like with Mouse Guard, we'll, our, on episode six seventy two. Like, yo, Rachel, like, have you guys read this? Uh, 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 sometimes, but that Terry Moore guy, he can draw. The sad thing about it is you're probably <laughs> right. I can't, I can't even argue with you on that one. So in your travels, another Marvel shout out, uh, amazing X-Men. Uh, I feel like what happens all too often with books that are launched is once the first writer, particularly if they're a big name, bounces, People just abandon ship. Uh, case in point, it seems like everybody's given up on Moon Knight before we've even had a chance to, to yeah, see what Wood and Smallwood have to do. But with Amazing X-Men, our recent guest, Jason Aaron, did the first arc and then handed off the keys. But Kyle and Yost took over the book, and I thought they did a great job when they were doing uh, – when they were partaking in the X-Men universe on a regular basis a few years ago. In X-Force. Yeah. yeah, and they they went off to do a lot of Marvel cartoon work, and I think they're still doing a lot of that. But but uh, it's nice to see them back on a book. And um, uh, McGinnis is, is back with issue number eight. And this is a story where Wolverine gets called back to Canada to at the behest of uh, Heather because... Uh, James McDonald has gone missing. And the story arc is called World War Wendigo, which... Oh, you're <laughs> so, if you know McGinnis's art, you know that's a pretty darn good fit for him visually to be drawing a bunch of Wendigos versus Wolverine and Alpha Flight. And truth be told, I am an absolute sucker for Alpha Flight, so... Uh, I just I would ask that people not abandon this book because I thought uh this was a very strong first issue and I think that Kyle and Yoster are, are definitely have chops just because they haven't been around in a while. So um don't don't uh, forget that they, they are very experienced X writers and know these characters pretty well. So Trufus. They sure know how to use cable. That's for damn Bird. sure. Yeah. Cable as a Wendigo, that'd be cool. Nah, that wouldn't be cool well, at all. Everything. You don't fuck with cable. He's perfect the way he is. <laughs> okay. Yep, he is. All right, all right, all right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here with us uh, once again. Uh, we loved having you. And you can find the next one of these in the very sp- same spot you found this one. Free so moves and slot. We, 
yes, we, we hope you'll return with us next week. And why? Because we love you a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, because we got con recap. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> no, I wasn't being a dick. I want to hear it. I wasn't. You got to just bring me something back. That's all I'm saying. I got some stuff for you. You got some vinyl there? Bring me some vinyl. Yeah, I'll do something. Ah, say goodnight, David. Goodnight, David. Oh, binary. Y'all turned into Carol Danvers. Again to angels on my side